0: kinds of symbology. What is at stake? It is a big idea, a new world order, where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. My question to you is, in any of your government jobs, have you ever been briefed on the subject of UFOs? And if you have, when was it and what were you told? Well, if I had been briefed on that, I'm sure it was probably classified, and I couldn't talk about it. Got out in 1989. We had cataloged 57 different species. We walked over to one side of the lab and he said, "By the way, we've discovered a base." The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society, and we are as a people inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, the secret oaths,
1: and to secret proceedings.
2: Bye. Greetings and salutations, my fellow Skywatchers from all corners of the globe, no matter where you're listening from, whether it's light matter or dark matter, welcome to Skywatchers Radio on this lovely November 19th or 20th, depending really on where you might be tonight. As always, with me is my dynamic duo of co-hosts, Mr. Alan Weiler and Eugene, and welcome guys.
3: Hey, thanks for letting us know that we're still here.
2: Well, I gotta, you know, include you guys in the conversation somehow. Well, that would be a nice thing, of course, you know. I'm gonna try. Okay. But anyway, moving on to better and more important things. Of course, I am Angel Espino. Of course you are. Last we checked. And we're broadcasting live on the Dark Matter Radio Network and on PSN Radio from New Logic Entertainment Studios in Miami, Florida. Wanted to give a quick shout out to Keith Rowland, the webmaster and owner of Dark Matter Radio, and Jimmy Church, who's our lead-in every Tuesday. And I'll tell you what, guys. That Jimmy Church, he's, he's pretty good. I'm telling you, one day he's going to be big. He's yeah. going places, this guy. Yeah, there's he's some going buzz, places.
4: Some buzz about the show.
2: There's going to be his buzz pretty soon, definitely, because this guy's pretty good. I'm just saying. Okay. I um, should be listening.
3: Obviously, I didn't have a chance to listen to him last, so I'll let you guys fill me in.
2: Just go listen to it on his page. Download it, jimmychurch.com. Okay. That's the URL. Anyway, today we have a wonderful guest. Yes, we do. Wonderful guest. And, in fact, uh, we're going to celebrate her birthday, which is today. This Crystal Storm, a.k.a. DCS, is going to be on Skywatcher's radio. And I know some of you might not know who DCS is or who Crystal Storm is. And, you you know, you should because she's awesome. And she's actually been part of PSN Radio for four years with... A couple of different shows she's uh she's done the mind of dcs and now she does a a, a great show called the plucky and woo-woo show plucky.
3: okay the plucky and woo-woo <laughs> I will
2: now I'm... hold on okay oh no we she promised we're not gonna get plucked or woo-wooed tonight
3: oh i I like the idea of getting woo wooed yeah, you don't want to
2: get plucked though no 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 trust me no 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 plucking
3: Okay, no plucking. Actually, I learned a really really cool tongue twister about plucking. Should I let, well, Should I teach it to everybody?
2: No, what we what we're going to do is we're going to book you on their show and then you could tell that audience about oh. your plucking experience. But check this out. Crystal Storm is a woman of many hats. She is a science fiction thriller author, yes, besides the, the very, really funny radio show she does. Uh, she's a critically acclaimed author, by the way. Really? Uh, this, her Sinarchy series, uh, which is uh, two books, which, guys, is getting turned into a TV series. Last I heard, it was already like shooting pilots and all kinds of stuff. Really, really cool stuff. And uh, Sinarchy One, The Awakening, so, oh, book one, The Awakening, was followed by Sinarchy Book Two, The Ascension. And I'd suggest everybody checks these two books out on uh, Amazon.com and purchase them immediately after the show. Don't go there right now. Just wait till the show's over. Okay, boss. Okay. But check her out. Really, really cool. I love uh, Crystal Storm. And hopefully she's on with us more often because uh, she knows, you know, she's really into this this stuff, uh, this ufology stuff, which we get into here every single week. In fact, Alan, Eugene, what is it exactly we do here on Skywatchers Radio?
3: You want the short list or the big list? Give me the big one. The big list is we analyze what's on. Well, the first section of our show, right, we right, always uh-huh. go through the news and figure out if it's Batsquatch, right. Bull Twinkies, or if it's real deal. And obviously, we ask the callers to call in at that point and ask for they never their do. opinions as well. But they, you're right. They never no, do. No. You're right. They never do. Even though they should, they never do.
2: So disappointed in our callers. or I should say in our listeners because you got to be actually calling in to be considered a caller. You
3: well, know? you should give out that phone number right now for someone. Yes. Everybody that's listening, open up your notepads on your Windows or whatever version it is on the Mac or whatever Android device you're listening to and write down the, f- type down the number that we're about to give out. I think you I've almost stretched dropped that an long huh? enough. Yeah, I think almost
2: I've... dropped an F-bomb on there. No, no,
3: almost. no. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Just no, no, pluck
2: you almost did. instead. Yeah, pluck. yeah. That go. should be your keyword for not dropping the f bomb. Right. Uh, but yeah, the phone number is seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. Guys, you can look us up on Skype also by looking up PSN Radio. And we are going to get to a lot of stories uh, before we, you know, go on break and get Miss Crystal Storm on the line with us. Uh, but we really want you guys to call in, so we're going to have open lines for the entire show tonight. Please take advantage of that. Call in, again, 786-245-8127. Crystal is awesome. You're going to love talking to her. So when she's on, you know, call in. Ask her a bunch of questions. She'll give you a bunch of answers. They might not make all, a whole lot of sense, but if you really think hard, eventually they will. It's one of those things. It's kind of like a Christopher Nolan movie where you have to really, really think hard about oh, what you just witnessed. I don't want to think hard. What, do you want to think soft? What kind of a man, are you?
3: I, my brain is like a vegetable right now, and it's a roasted vegetable.
2: I believe that, actually, your brain being like a vegetable.
3: Well, you know the joke, I used up all my sick days, I'm calling in dead.
2: Well, you can't die yet, because uh, we have a lot of story to go over, so you you could die after the show, but check this out. Okay. You know, Interstellar is doing great at the box office, right? Oh yeah,
3: great movie, I'm
2: really interesting. I it. mean, the movie just brought in, by the way, I don't know if you guys are following the... Um, Box math. office results here, but yeah. or the math. Well, yeah, it brought in an extra one hundred million dollars in the foreign box office this weekend. Is that all? That's a lot of money. I know, but me? it still hasn't beat
3: Guardians on? of the Galaxy.
2: Well, no. It, come on, dude. Really? Well, it's not. not going to beat Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy was Guardians of the Galaxy. Come on. You know, exactly. We, exactly. But, but, but Interstellar, Interstellar was. was-
3: I mean, it was a mind-boggling... Well, actually, it wasn't mind-boggling. The visuals were stunning. They were amazing. Amazing. The storyline was great and enjoyable as well, too.
2: Now, check this out. Interstellar, which came in number three this weekend at the box office, behind Dumb and Dumber 2, which, by the way... Really? Did you guys check out the way they they titled that movie dumb and dumber it's not like number two at the end or t which would make sense you know the number two well, i don't
4: even know what, what do they consider the, the the second one after dumb and dumber is that the prequel or the dumb well and yeah that dumber? was the, that was the
2: prequel that's when harry met lloyd or, or something yeah that's the prequel that one's which better I, than I, this, this i like one. that one by the way well i don't know i haven't seen the current one but yeah. it's funny I, I like the title they, they you know it's dumb and dumber two but it's t-o instead of TWO or the number two, but I like you know, I like the original, so I really want to see this movie also. But Interstellar came in number third on the box office this weekend, but okay. as of today, it leapfrogged Big Hero Six and Dumb and Dumber Two, and it's now the number one movie in America. You know, which is Again. amazing. It's amazing this movie's making this much money. Uh, but of course, you know we're talking about a great director like Christopher Nolan. You
3: you're know, you're such a Nolanite.
2: But completely. Completely, and I admit it, and this movie's going to have amazing legs. But, you know, how real is the science behind this
3: movie? Uh, That's that's a question. You really want to go into that conversation? I could get someone on the phone who will rip it to shreds.
2: Well, here's the thing. There's a there's a lot of science in there that is pretty uh, accurate when you consider Einstein's theory of relativity. Actually,
3: no, not really, some... to tell well, you on, the truth. Well,
2: hold on. I I'm would... going somewhere with this. Let me finish. Okay. Can, I, can I finish? Yeah. Can, can I finish? Okay. All right. Now, there is a great post. See, this is where I'm going with this. Yeah, over on Com. Everybody check that out. Com. Big guy. Uh, where they talk about this very subject about, you know, how how realistic is the science behind this movie and especially one aspect of this movie where it you know it is a little bit of a head scratcher and it's the uh, the whole would astronauts survive an interstellar trip through a wormhole no that's the easy answer but really we we don't know now let's keep this spoiler-free. I don't want to get too heavy in spoilers because for people who have not seen this movie, I don't want to ruin it for them. But this movie is, you know, about interstellar space, about the, you know, these astronauts going through a wormhole, and just how realistic is that? In all seriousness, uh, you know, is there any science? And you say you have people that could rip this movie to shreds. But-
3: yeah, I was going to call on Kevin Grazer, who is actually part of NASA. Uh-huh. Uh, who also consults for half the shows on the Sci-Fi Channel, especially did Battlestar fah, fah. Galactica and a whole bunch of other movies that he consults on because he is a very well-known uh, person on that one. Um, but, you know, I, I could reach out to him, but I'm going to choose not to because we would actually have a four nights' worth of show in one shot because when he does go on to a rant, he just doesn't stop. Great guy, so then.
2: That could be a lot of fun, though. Yeah. So, now you've guys seen Interstellar. I mean, what, what was your thoughts of, of this movie?
3: You want the short list or the big list? You know, <laughs> well, uh, I like a big go
2: big list.
4: Or actually, yeah. let's go short list because uh, well, I think yeah. a lot of people but, still haven't seen it. So. Yeah. So, no I, don't, I, I
3: don't. I don't. I don't want to spoil it, so we have to be careful. Yeah, wh- I mean,
4: it's really uh, hard to talk about this movie without going into spoilers. So,
3: yeah, it's. This the story
4: is on a, a grade scale. The story is probably a D, maybe D plus, but the special effects, even the science, I'd probably give an A, just because.
3: The visuals, like I said, were amazing. Yeah, amazing. That is the best answer I'm going to give you. The storyline was really good. It was a tearjerker. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I didn't cry or anything, but you know, it. Was- you
2: probably did. Don't no, worry. actually, I, I didn't. I,
3: I Come
4: disagree on with that, but I mean, like I said, it's hard to go into what I disliked about it without going
2: into spoilers. So yeah, I
3: I I I gotta I gotta say the same thing. Yeah,
2: I do like the simple fact though that they really did try hard to use Albert Einstein's uh, theory of relativity in this thing.
3: Uh, well, I they mean, pointed but, it out, and they also yeah. pointed out that at certain parts, it's not applicable.
2: Th- which is true, and this goes back to something I've said many, many times on this very show. Uh, you know, all science, uh, especially stuff like this, is all theoretical, and none of this stuff uh, can even be proven with our technology today. And
3: You're right, it's still called fiction.
2: Theory and fiction, yeah. So here's the question again. Could men survive interstellar travel through a wormhole? Is it even possible? Is it conceivable? Is there even anything on the other side? And one of the main things that really you know bugged me about the movie a little bit was the fact that they were able to see this other galaxy on the other side of this wormhole. Um, how is that possible when light cannot escape?
3: Again, a black if we hole? gave you, if I gave you that answer, there'd be spoilers.
4: Yeah, I mean, they didn't really see the other galaxy; they were again, you know, they folks, yeah. you cannot. Well, you know, don't do want to ruin
3: it, but again, folks, do not give out the spoilers. Spoilers. I, mean, spoilers. I guess we,
4: we, we could give a spoiler warning and go into it for a couple of seconds. Yeah, but we if we tell people on. not to
3: listen, uh, they don't know when to come back to our show.
2: So That's true. Yeah, no, that? it's a, let's not give spoilers, though. Yeah,
3: let's let's not give spoilers. But there's answers in the movie that answer that question.
2: My but whole let's, thing let's is
3: say this:
4: How about everybody goes and sees it, and then next week on the show we'll talk about it.
2: That's I, that's. I was going to get to that right now. I, I was going to suggest everybody listening in make a point of seeing Interstellar. It is a fantastic movie. Look, Christopher Nolan does not let me down on many on you know many occasions in the past. I mean, he's not really let me down before much. Uh, I think there's been like maybe one or two movies of his that I really haven't liked much. Which one? From his, his filmography, Insomnia kind of bugged me a little bit because it was really slow. Nolanite. Well. <laughs>
4: I don't know, Inception's one of my favorite movies of all time, so
2: I mean, yeah. I... Yeah, Dark guess. Knight, come on. Yeah. You know? Although,
4: I, I don't know, if the Dark Knight would have been as big if he Ledger didn't die.
2: Oh, that's an old, tired I, argument, it would have been... Nah, I don't... Look, the Dark Knight Rides has made a billion dollars, so well, that's, that's,
4: that's
2: a movie. <laughs> well, exactly, and it's still made a billion dollars, so, moving on. Now, check this out, uh, this is another story that comes from OpenMinds.tv, shout out to Alejandro Rojas, who... By the way, is not going to be with us uh, this week, as you can tell. We're Aww. doing the news ourselves. He's going to be on with us probably next week, maybe the week after that. You know, he his schedule's a little rough on Tuesdays, so sometimes he can make it, sometimes he can't. But we got some good stuff from Open Minds, and I don't know if you guys saw this article, which I linked to you guys, and you guys could follow along here. All this is posted on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash skywatchers radio, and we tweet some of the stuff out eventually. By the way, one of you guys are gonna have to start tweeting stuff out because I'm getting tired of tweeting. Oh, okay. it is Twitter. Yeah, I have no idea tweeting, what tweet, Twitter <laughs> is. Tweeting Twitter, whatever. <laughs> Too much Twitter happening. So we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Also, what happened yesterday on Twitter, but uh, funny stuff happened yesterday on Twitter. But uh, anyway, I don't this know article, about it.
3: I can't wait to hear about it.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be uh, amusing. Anyway, but uh, this uh, article says a uh, diamond UFO spotted at a hundred feet over small Oregon town. Have you guys read the story yet, or gone over it? No. Just I've a little. It. Bit. Yeah, Just... I mean,
4: I, I skimmed the article and I—I I mean, I read it quickly.
2: Well, check this out. An Oregon uh, witness, an Oregon witness at a at Beaver Marsh. Well, so anything starts with Beaver. Instantly, I'm interested. <laughs> but they reported watching a silent, diamond-shaped UFO moving overhead about a hundred feet in altitude, according to testimony in Case Six One Four Three One. Uh, from the mutual UFO network mufon shout outs to them uh, witness reported a reporting database of course the uh, witness uh, stepped outside from a parked travel uh travel trailer along well trailer folks along highway 97 uh, just southeast of Diamond Lake junction turn off uh, about 6:45 p.m. Uh, uh, and this was just November 9th so recently when the object was first seen coming from the south it's no, coming from the south. I'm, I'm
3: sorry, no offense, but if you have that much time there, you've got a camera phone, obviously, at this point in your life. Something. Take a photo.
2: Yes. Now, I take yeah, We are talking, a talking a about pho- a trailer park. Though, so. Well, yeah, trailer folks, uh, yeah. But it's the middle of the day. You could get a pretty good shot. Hi, hey,
3: Bubba, take a look at this.
4: The story does say it happened right before the moon came out, though, so it might have been dusk or near... Near dark, okay,
3: though. come on. How often do That's you look true. within the sky at three in the afternoon and you can see the moon?
2: That's true. Now, the article continues here, and uh, there's a quote that says, it's, uh, it was uh, before the moon had appeared on the horizon, the sky was very dark, and you know, what you guys just said, the witness stated uh, that the stars that night were very bright, though. So what are the chances they just saw a, a like shooting star? Yahtzee.
4: I, I don't know. I've never seen a very slowly moving shooting star, so...
2: Well, it depends on who the says it's like not this. just a
3: satellite that's reflecting off the sunlight.
2: Aha. Uh-huh. The moon
3: was just coming out. Uh,
2: maybe they satellite. saw a satellite with an iridium flare, perhaps.
3: Why would it have a flare?
2: Well, that's you know a lot of people mistake those for UFOs, dude.
3: Oh, the iridium, oh you mean the iridium satellites. Yes. Not an iridium f- satellite with a flare.
2: On no, 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 no. The iridium satellite. It's like it they were
3: in a car accident where they have the roadside flares. Going.
2: No, no. I just I'm used to calling them iridium flares. So. Oh, okay. no, no, no.
3: You mean the iridiums?
2: Right. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean.
3: Yeah. Now I do.
2: Well, it's good now you do. So now that you know what I what I'm trying to get at here, uh, you, you gotta agree that is pretty much what these guys probably saw.
3: Well, I'm willing to say that you're probably right
2: on that. The but, only thing
4: I question, though, is he said it was about hundred feet up in the air.
2: So well, that's, that's the but you know these are country folks, man. A we little don't, moonshine, yeah, you we know, don't, It looks like I, 100 feet I, in that's the air.
3: exactly what I am going to say. Hey, yeah. we don't buy any six packs from the all face. <laughs> I paid my I paid my daily or my weekly rate over there by the trailer, and then I got me a six pack from the cooler in in in, in the in the trailer park office.
2: Y'all. All right guys, you can send your hate mail to hate at SkyWatchersRadio.com. dot <laughs> com. Hate Allen. That's go. right,
3: folks. I'm still trying to figure out though. You know what the one thing that I, I think the aliens really have to do with? I think it's the aliens who aim all the tornadoes towards trailer parks. Well, I can't I, I, I can't figure out any other reason how that's happening or why that's
2: check happening. Check this out. This is your witness says, I would guess its wingspan was about 25 foot to 50 foot max. I was so excited and in shock. It is hard to say for sure on the size. I was very excited when I noticed the size and all, but not at all scared like you may think. Now, I was folks, wishing if I could you have you watched it send, longer.
3: If you want to now send bad accent emails, you can now send the bad accent emails to Angel Can't Speak. At PSN.com.
2: Well, you you really should throw the uh, Skywatchers radio at the end there. Okay, fine. Just saying.
3: PSN.skywatchers.com. No,
2: man. See, you always butcher that.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm hoping that they're going (laughs) to...
2: Look, Some, you're going to confuse the audience. You're going to start sending hate mail to the wrong people. Somebody in like Nigeria is going to get hate mail. They're going like, "What is this? I do not understand what this hate mail is all about." And he's going to be
3: a prince, and he's going to be willing to give you half of the fifty million dollars if you give him your social security number to transfer the funds.
2: I got three emails just like that earlier <laughs> tonight. By the way, I'm not even kidding.
3: <laughs> um, I'm telling you, it's not a Nigerian prince. It's 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 a Neptune prince. He's on the planet Neptune.
2: Oh jeez! So anyway guys, uh Beaver Marsh. Uh they're seeing uh, UFOs Mar- at Sorry. Beaver Marsh. <laughs> uh any story that starts with Beaver. I'm ready to cover it. Just saying. You're yeah, ready
3: uh- okay, hang on. Just <laughs> listen to what you just said. You're ready to cover the anything beaver. exactly.
2: What's the dirtiest I don't think- thing that was oh no wait, 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 what's the dirtiest thing you ever said on television? Um, pre the seventies.
3: Pre seventies?
2: Yeah. Come on, working uh, me here.
3: I, I need a hint on that one.
2: All right, no, I'm not giving you a hint because it's kind of like a spoiler. Give it away.
3: Is it Ward? Why are you spanking the Beaver?
2: No, no, it's Ward. You've been a little hard on the Beaver. Oh, okay, I was close. You're close. You're close. Now five brownie points to anybody who knows where that is from.
3: I don't know. I think you should oh, just leave eight it out mile. there, and I think I think you should what? leave it out there and let everybody try and figure it out.
4: I just well, got it. it was eight mile. No, that's it, not from 8 Mile. It was, it was from no. 8 Mile. It's when uh, uh, they were having the rap battle. I know that for a fact.
2: Uh, well, no, they say something similar to that in 8 Mile, but that's not where I got that from.
4: Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose to think that's where I was from instead of
2: some 70s reference. <laughs> well, it's an no. 80s movie that actually used that as a reference or a joke in the movie. If anybody knows, please call in 786
3: Hold on, I'm dialing my phone. I know that know. Certain. What do we win? What do we win?
2: Uh, you win absolutely nothing. Wow! I and it'll be wrapped in bubble paper with tape.
3: Oh, that's right. We are going to mail out bubble wrap so you can snap it while you're listening to the show.
2: Those things are a lot of fun. Let me tell you,
3: it's the best stress reliever out there. Oh,
2: so good that you can't can, get arrested for. I know. You just sit there and just bust bubbles all day. Is the best. I
3: know, and Bubbles really hates it because she's really, really upset usually when you do that.
2: I know, but she, she's a trooper. Oh. She's a trooper. Now, earlier, a couple minutes ago, I mentioned something that happened on Twitter, the oh. tweeters. Okay. And uh, we're going to talk about this uh, for a minute here. Because Twitter exploded yesterday for like 10, 20, 30 minutes or an hour, something like that. All right. Uh, and who? poor Eugene over here got caught in the middle and
4: yeah and I he, wasn't even on twitter at the moment I he was minding his own hour later
2: yeah he was minding his own business and he got thrown into the mix now this whole thing started and look you guys know my stands on religion right you know i'm you know i'm atheist you know hadi hadi,
3: hadi, hadi.
2: but we had michael heiser on or dr guys were on uh, the other day on the show and right, uh, right. you know, he's a great guy. Yeah, great guy. Really loved having him on the show. He was really friendly. We had him, you know, not only on the show uh, live, but we talked to him for about 20 30 minutes after the show and just a super super, you know, nice person.
3: Exactly. And, absolutely.
2: And here's the thing, there's a little hero worshiping going on because I do love a lot of the stuff that he has put on the internet in the last uh, decade. Uh, you know, he has managed to really enlighten me to a lot of different things, uh, concerning to people within the world of ufology who has manufactured lies, Zachariah Sitchin. And you know, we, we touched on that on the show. We we talked about his debunking of Zachariah Sitchin and here's the thing, I might be atheist, but I do understand what uh, definitions of words are you know what i mean that you know what you know
3: hebrew language you speak of the good english
2: yeah well i speak at the good english for sure but uh, that's not the point uh, here what i'm trying to say is that languages that have been set in stone for thousands of years and translated away for thousands of years uh you know it's uh something that you can't just uh say well you know it was translated wrong by all these scholars through the last thousands of years so this is what it really means and that's what Zachariah Sitchin did to a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff that he put in his books. And you know, look, Michael Heiser took him to task. Okay, he challenged Sitchin. And he challenged him to a debate, and Sitchin never, ever debated him. I mean, Sitchin died running from this guy, basically. And why would he not debate him? Because he knows that Heiser has his number. He knows exactly what he's talking about. And when you do your own research, and this is what I love about what Michael Heiser did, uh, he put all this stuff out there. You know, he's put uh, documentaries. He's been in documentaries like Ancient Aliens Debunked, and he has SitchinIsWrong.com, and, you know, he's done a lot of work. Right. And debunking, you know, this lie and this mythology has been built up, and I'm a big fan of what he's done because I like opening people's eyes to the reality of what is going on, and to maybe help open their minds to, you know, real issues that are going on, and that keep them completely blinded by fictional stuff and stuff that's created by people to make a buck. All right, that's what Sitchin did. It's no, uh, look, it's no secret that a lot of people in ufology make stuff up to make money.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm not going to no secret.
2: that. Yeah, it's no secret. And we got into it on Twitter because I defended Michael Heiser to a certain person on Twitter. Now, I don't want to name any names. I don't want anybody to get upset at me or, or start sending hate mail because I, I said their name or anything. So for all intents and purposes, let's call this person Steve. Okay. Okay. That's not his real name. But let's just say Steve. And he got a little upset because I defended Michael Heiser when he started calling him a liar. And the whole thing just ran completely out of control because I kept asking, well, what did he lie about? Please explain. Give me one detail of something he's lied about because I've seen a lot of his documentaries. I've researched the stuff that this guy's talked about. I've seen where he's taken the... Uh, sitch into task and i've seen this you know the the ancient aliens debunked videos and guess what he's pretty accurate i mean he ain't lying about stuff i mean he's just he's telling you details in you know he's showing you data based on accurate historical records and the way it's been translated for thousands of years and he's a biblical scholar like this guy has a degree to do this stuff which by the way sitchin never had no degrees okay no proof that he could even translate the English language, let alone Sumerian. Okay. So, I mean, you know, look, and it got really just blown out of proportion. And poor Eugene over here got caught up in the middle of it. And I want to apologize to Eugene because uh, he had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I mean, he mean, I do not even back
4: because whatever was said was...
2: And it a wasn't race. even that bad. You know what it was? I think I think Steve got a little bit upset because I started typing in all caps because I got a little annoyed after ten minutes of him continuously, you know, dance around the question, which was a very simple question, like "Give me a, give me a time that he lied. Tell me something he lied about. Prove that he's a liar. You know, this is the thing, uh, and you get this a lot with people when you talk about ufology, especially when you talk about Sitchin and you get people who are so defensive on sitchin and yeah but and
3: people want to believe what they, they
2: do want to believe but here's the thing when you ask a person give me one instance of a lie and they can't come up with it you know it's to me it's sad to start getting in, you know to the point that you're insulting people and you're blocking people i mean that there's no need to get you know that out of hand
3: oh people so. you mean to tell me people in ufology aren't petty completely really? and it's
2: just it. And it's hysterical it's sad and again uh eugene man sorry you got cut up in the mix there but i mean it's uh I'm, it was stupid
4: I, i'm i'm waiting to hear from steve to see you know exactly what he's mad about to see the other side of the story but <laughs> i'm assuming it'll all come out in the wash much like me and you when we first started Which is
2: funny, uh, you know, Steve might end up uh, co-hosting here one day because that's kind (laughs) of what happens. I I piss you off completely on on Twitter, uh, make enemies out of you, and then you end up on the show somehow. So, Steve, we'll have you on in a couple weeks. Don't worry. We'll be all good. Uh, Guys, we're going to go to a quick commercial break here in a second. We're going to have Miss Crystal Storm, DCS, is going to be. And we're going to find I'm going to ask her why, you know, they call her DCS. I know, but you don't. So it'll be a lot of fun. Crystal Storm is awesome. You guys are going to love her. So stick around. This is the Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN Radio. We'll be right back in two minutes.
0: That's 954-973-3374 Or visit KeyInformation.com
4: Hi, this is Jeff Brady, host of In Other News, heard on Dark Matter Radio, Thursdays at 5 p.m. In this strange period where free energy technology is weaponized, dissent is criminalized, and war economies flourish, the human family is being deliberately assaulted on multiple fronts, in the food, air, water, and during sleep. So tune in to In Other News, Thursdays at 5 p.m. on the Dark Matter Radio Network, the pioneers of
0: overnight talk radio. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend, we lost her too soon, gone but not forgotten. Now, you can own an authentic piece of movie history, Elizabeth Taylor's ashes, in a small commemorative urn. Remember,
4: remember, I want you to forget me, please.
0: For just $29.95 plus shipping and handling, we'll send you an ounce of real superstar soot. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. You can have a piece of her forever.
5: Command performances leave me quite cold.
0: Call today. Hurry. Quantities are limited. Limited.
2: Mental disorders are common in the United States and internationally. An estimate 26.2% of Americans ages 18 and older suffer from some sort of mental illness. Now this figure translates to 57.7 million people who suffer from some sort of mental breakdown. If you find yourself laying in bed on a Sunday night hearing voices while you're trying to sleep, well it might not be that demonic being from another dimension trying to kill you while you sleep might just be your mental illness starting to kick in. So if you're out of meds for the night, then I have just the thing. Come listen to my show, The Jackal's Head. You can check out our Listen Live page only on www.psn-radio.com. See you there. This ad has been paid for by The Jackal's Head and the War on Terror. War. It's fantastic.
1: Here's a riddle for you. What do the California gold rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A. A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more.
2: You're listening to PSN Radio, the best in talk radio anywhere on the internet.
0: The Black is Black On the road to nowhere There's no turning back Love reached out and touched me Stop me in my tracks Cross my heart Cause it's true I'm nothing without you Cross my heart Cause it's true
2: All right, everybody, we're back live on Skywatchers Radio here on the Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN Radio. And yes, you're hearing a whole lot of laughter because we're having a whole lot of fun here. We've been catching up with Miss Crystal Storm, who's joining us live. Crystal, welcome to Skywatchers Radio.
5: Thank you. Welcome. I'm very excited to, to be here. I'm like super stoked
2: and the entire dark matter radio community is super stoked to have you on here with us and uh, to listen to your hilarious hilarious voice i love your i love your laugh by the way
5: oh thank you they, I actually listened to my laugh once because I was like so awesome. I don't like my laugh at all. I'm like, oh my god, I've got the most annoying laugh on the planet.
2: <laughs> no, it's awesome. There you go. That's the laugh right there. <laughs> it is. Now remember, this is Dark Matter Radio Network. You know, some folks here have may have may not have heard of you, and they may be googling Crystal Storm right now, and they might be shocked what they get. They, <laughs> yes,
5: this that's why I write underneath a pen name.
2: <laughs> that is this why,
5: because why... I have a really cool name, but yes. I write underneath a pen name because there's a lady who was around before me and took my name and um yes so if you're googling <laughs> crystal storm that's not me oh, you I am hotter. You s- I'm just saying I am
2: much much hotter <laughs> but if you see this other person and she's in all kind of like weird outfits and doing some kind of like sexual stuff that's not her that's not me that's not her no this but is But I got to tell
3: you hold on I did find a f- I- I'm thinking this might be a photo of you that I found on the internet because it actually matches almost the cartoon that you have on your Skype.
5: That's all. Am I buried on like page three of Google?
3: No, Probably. you're up on the top. Th- <laughs> th- f- you're yeah, the fourth one on the top. It looks like you hugging a lion, a stone lion. That
5: yes, that's is me.
2: That's her.
3: Oh, okay. So that is you. Yay. That is right. me.
2: That's awesome. See, much birthday hotter. Birthday by yeah. the way, yes, yeah, it is your birthday.
3: You definitely do look better than um than this than the
2: other crystal Storm. crystal. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. Yeah, thank you. And 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 on her birthday, she gets that compliment. Well,
3: no, way, no. It says her birthday, birthday is on the fourteenth, not today.
5: No, my birthday is actually today. I don't know why it yep. says the fourteenth. Today is my birthday. That's a
2: misprint.
3: Yeah, yeah. birth birthplace Denmark.
5: Uh no, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think you found the other crystal.
5: No 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 no, no no
3: no 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 no! It's showing you as a photo. Hang on, uh,
5: that's yeah. hilarious that it shows my photo and her information. That's really funny. does she
2: sound like she's from Denmark? Alan? Oh my <laughs> god, you, <laughs> gotta, okay, hey,
3: you got to! Okay, everybody who's in on this particular Skype session, I'm clicking the link, and now you got to. You gotta see this, they're using your photo But apparently Oh uh, my god,
5: you- that is my photo <laughs> yeah. That's my photo and her information Oh no <laughs> uh,
2: I think wow. a little bit of a correction folks Oh my God. Have you ever thought about changing your name, Crystal No, Star. my name
5: is also awesome. Forget that. She can change her name. You know what? I will just have to live with this stigma and correct people, which is fine. It's not like we look alike.
2: <laughs> uh, not my, at all. My
5: breasts are a lot smaller. I have very small breasts. I do. I'm a tiny. They're natural. Hers are
2: definitely something scientific. I'm
5: 5 feet 98 pounds, okay? Am I in the Her
2: breasts are bigger than your body. That's amazing. Oh, my
5: I can't remember my picture in her biography. So, uh, I'm uh, going to email uh, the uh, site.
3: Apparently, you've been on Montel Williams. You've been on A Current <laughs> Affair. Uh, you've been on D-Cup. And you've been on Bust Out. Jerry
5: Springer. What? Springer. what? Springer. I was on Springer. I used to watch Springer. Oh, my gosh.
3: Oh, this is brilliant.
5: <laughs> this is brilliant. Oh, okay. I'm crying. Wait a minute.
3: One thing I do have to point out for this woman, whoever she is, because of her trademark enormous breasts were becoming too dangerous to her health, she did have a reduction surgery in order to rectify this. We do have to point this out. So for those of you that are looking th- through and trying to find uh, find uh, the real photos or the other photos, we do have to point it out. Uh, she also does happen to have a pet lion <laughs> named Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow!
5: Oh I can't right? believe they have my picture up here. Oh my gosh, this is great.
2: <laughs> it's great marketing for you, I'm sure. I... You know. <laughs> I mean, people are you know are looking for her are going to find you and they're going to be like, hey, she's exotic. All right, she's cute. I'm sorry. It doesn't look anything like know, the other. Chris Dio Dio was like sci-fi alien.
5: writer, spiritual activist, and then you Google me and you get all my porn that I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> <This> is... <laughs>
2: you know what's great though? Confusing somebody who's actually
3: messages at the somebody next who's actually looking... I'm going to walk up and ask you to sign an autograph with her photo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. That'd be awesome. Do that. But you know what's great, though? Somebody who's on the Internet, who's really horny, and they're looking for some pornography, they're looking up this Crystal Storm, this porn actress, they find you, they start watching some of your videos online, they're like, probably they're just like, you know... With, with, like, lotion and, and Q-tips and <laughs> and tissues, and don't ask me what the Q-tips are for, but they they have all kinds of things there, and they're getting ready for something. They're, like, probably looking at the videos and, like, what is this chick to take her clothes off? What the This is the worst porn ever. <laughs>
5: yeah, I'm not naked in any of my videos. I'm so sorry.
2: It's
3: early. We can fix that. <laughs> I,
5: I mean, I've done nude photography. I have. It's tasteful. It's on a CD. It's not on the Internet. They can't hack my cloud. I'm sorry.
3: It's early. We could
2: still fix that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so much fun. Uh, tell the audience, about. let's get serious for a second here. Tell the audience a little bit about your, your written work, Synarchy, because uh, I'm a big fan of your two books, Synarchy, of course, uh, book one and two. Uh, for the audience who might not know, who you, you know who, about these books, uh, let's talk about them for a little bit, and uh, we'll continue from there.
5: No, but no author ever likes doing this, Angel. I want you to know. I know. Okay. I know that. Okay. Right. That's why I'm putting you on the spot. Go. Okay, that's cool. All right. So <laughs> I wrote two books. The first one is okay. It is. <laughs> it is it is a solid story, a self-published novel. Made a lot of mistakes with it. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't want – because, Angel, you really, like, lifted me up earlier, which was awesome. I loved your intro. Um, and it's Thank you. Thank like you Yeah, it yeah no, it's great. It's a great story, but first-time author threw a book out there probably about a month or two before I should have, but it survived. So but it's a it's good, good book. Yeah. And, 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 you yeah. know what, and people who read it, they really like it. Um, I've re, been really lucky that way. They were like, it's deep. It was good. So second book, a lot prouder of. It is the story, both books are the story of a mafia family that come forward to save us. Um, I don't want to say save planet Earth because they really, it's a mafia family who comes forward to save us, to give us the choice whether or not we want to save ourselves. There are aliens. Hey,
3: Vinny, you got the laser gun or what?
5: Exactly. That's exactly how it goes. Nice. (laughs) There are aliens. There's conspiracy theory in there. There's my spiritual stuff in there. There's all kinds of stuff going on in Sonarchy. But yeah, that is, uh, in a nutshell, that is what those two books are about. So if you like science fiction, conspiracy, and if you like uh, books that don't give you the usual type of quote-unquote heroes, then you will enjoy Sonarchy.
2: That's awesome. And how is the the TV show coming along?
5: That is, you know, when you do things independently, like I am doing, those things take a really long time. Forever. Forever. Yep. It's forever. We've oh, worked yes. on this for years, especially with something um, as big as Sonarchy, because Aaron Williams, the producer that I've been working with forever, great story about how we met. Uh, we really wanted to do it right because you know that you know you're indie, so you've got one shot at this. Correct.
2: Um, yep.
5: Yeah. You know, so it's really got to be good, and Sonarchy is really. big. Big. It really, really is big. So we spent a lot of time just trying to figure out how we wanted to tell the story. I can't tell you how many scripts I've written. I've probably written about 50 scripts, probably more Um, different versions of Sonarchy. Yeah. Um, So good news is that just recently, about a month ago, we wrote another one. We really liked it. Um, we kind of really felt very strongly about this one to the point that we're ready to start opening up casting again. So kind of stay tuned to my blog um, and We That's our website, Um Stay tuned there because we're going to open it up Casting up to the Florida area, the Louisiana area, um, and we're going to see, you know, kind of what we get. Again, you'll be working on an independent production, but we feel really excited about this. And Aaron's such a professional when it comes to, you know, making TV and making movies. He's got a great background and all of that. So we're excited. We're hoping that we can get back on set next year. We shot a promo, we did that absolutely free. We just got some people together, we got his equipment together. Um, it was just like indie collaboration coming together. We wanted to see what we can do. We wanted to kind of introduce the series um, to the audience as a whole. It went well. I I thought I thought I thought it was pretty good. I really did for what it was. I thought it was a really great introduction. It taught us Mm -hmm. a lot about what we could get away with and that sort of thing. So it's exciting. Uh, But those things, you know, when you want to do it independently, you can get money for the dumbest things. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, ch- oh, yeah. you come oh, to somebody with a good idea and they're like, mm-hmm. no, you got to prove yourself. But you want to do a reality show? Yeah, we'll give you like a million dollars.
2: And that's like the cheapest stuff to shoot also, reality shows. Mm-hmm. So cheap. Have you thought of uh, putting anything together for like Kickstarter or anything like that for uh, for the series?
5: Yes. Yes, we are going to do that as well. Um, we did a little bit of a Kickstarter campaign campaign earlier um, that didn't do too it's well. It's a tough one. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. It didn't do too well. Um, so we're going to try again. We're definitely going to try it. We're determined. Uh, you know, I got to give Aaron a lot of props. You know, we stop talking, we start talking again. You know, and he's just, he always comes back to this because it's something that he really wants to do and that he really wants to shoot. And I'm really lucky that I get to be so hands on with him and work with him on this. So um, I think it's going to happen. I just want to take some time because it's indie, but that's fine. So,
2: you, you ever thought about maybe shopping it like something like Netflix or anything like that? Because, I mean, we, we have it, that's it. sort of like in, in sort of indie in a sense, even though they're getting big.
5: We have talked to WB. We have talked oh, to the nice. Discovery Channel. We have spoken to Netflix as well. Uh, those conversations pretty much boil down to show us what you can do. Mm. That's pretty much how those conversations boil down. It's either show us what you can do or we'll give you X amount of dollars, but we'll pick the director, we'll pick the writers, and we'll pick the actors. Yeah. and
2: uh, Well, yeah, in other words, it's not your product anymore.
5: Exactly. It? Well, exactly. you that's left, but
3: that's how Falling Skies started off.
2: That's true.
5: I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. But Aaron and I, you know, we want to do this ourselves. So it's not one of those where we just want to give somebody a whole lot of money and watch it, you know, take off. So I mean, we're willing to to dig our heels in and get dirty and you know take our time and do it the way we want to do it and see how it goes.
2: Just stay away from Amazon, by the mm-hmm. way. Forget oh that. yeah, that Kindle Fire really
3: rocked over uh, everybody. <laughs> Everyone's got a Kindle. You,
5: here in Amazon, getting into fights with like big publishers and that sort of thing, it's almost like two bullies. Swinging at each other Yeah Which amuses me But I mean You know there There's some legitimate Arguments on both sides But yes I will uh, We will definitely Stay away from Amazon
2: I mean Even if they do Decide to pick it up And they, love, and they have you You know Do the pilot You'll never get A second episode done Ever
5: Right No and, that's, that's,
2: it's, it's, it's it's horrible I'm still waiting For the after To be continued have You ever, ever see that series
3: Oh What that's series Chris It was Carter's one episode
2: right? Well yeah The one episode For the series yeah. The after The uh, Chris Carter Series I don't know why they didn't continue. That was a great pilot it was episode. Picked
4: up. I know that. Yeah, and,
2: and they never did anything with it. So, it's yeah, stay away from Amazon.
4: It's from the last I read, it was coming out in 2015.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's like it last year, and, and nothing happened.
3: Hell's freezing over, too, folks. Just one thing. Yeah, Exiles yeah. 3
2: is coming also. It's
3: a yeah. true
5: story. Uh, yeah. Labyrinth yeah. 2 is also coming out as well. I saw a great poster for that yesterday.
2: Photoshop is, is amazing, really? isn't
5: it? Photoshop isn't. No, it's not. It's really not. I got excited for a second, too. It's really not.
2: <laughs> oh, see, you got me all excited. See, the really fanboy cool in me got all excited. It
5: was a really cool poster. I have to get hey, it.
2: Ju- I just found out that Steven Spielberg is uh, going to produce Gremlins, the remake. They
5: what? Remaking yeah. They should really stop. You know,
3: I- I- I'm waiting for him to do Ghost in the Shell. But, um, yeah, Gremlins again. Yeah, I'm going to have to pass on that.
2: I don't know, I, I like Gremlins nice.
5: I loved Gremlins too, I just wish they would leave things alone I understand that Hollywood is running out of ideas Well, you know yeah. You should start talking to people who are trying to make indie productions If you need more, better ideas
2: No, yeah, but look Remakes have always happened It's not like that's a, a new phenomenon I mean, Remakes have been happening since the beginning of time The, the Fly in the 80s was a remake <laughs> So
5: Is it really? What was the you, original one? You've never seen the original <laughs> Fly with Richard Price? I, now I want to see it
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, was, you was a yeah. Yeah, it was a great movie. I mean, the original was a great movie, but the remake with uh, Jeff Goldblum was incredible.
5: Yeah, no, that yeah. was I <laughs> really enjoyed The Fly. Yeah, that was a completely messed up movie. It was awesome.
2: I even liked The Second Fly. With, I uh, liked The
5: Second Fly, too.
3: Yeah, see? Great oh, nice that's the one with Eric Stoltz, right? Yeah.
5: Yeah. We share something as well, Angel. I am also a huge Christopher Nolan fan, and I thought Interstellar was amazing.
2: No, the uh, I went night.
5: to actually go see it in a real IMAX theater. Like that's, a dome like yeah. one, that was awesome.
3: Okay, Crystal, what area do you live in?
5: I live in, currently, I'm in Daytona Beach, Florida.
3: Yeah. Okay, uh, get all your asses up to the IMAX <laughs> that's in Orlando. Okay. And we're going to have a big gathering there. Let's we're do get, we're going We should to do have- that because we're
2: all in Florida. We should actually make a trip yeah. out of this.
5: Let's do this. I am down.
2: I got my Disney I, passes an and my parking passes. Orlando.
5: We used to live in Orlando. We are, I live in Daytona Beach now because of my brother's job. That's,
2: yeah, whatever.
3: And I'm an hour from New Orlando myself, so there. Haha.
2: The, I'm four hours away, so that's a long drive. It's a long drive. That's okay. It's worth yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. It's worth it. But it is worth it. Interstellar is a great movie. So, I mean, what do you think of the science behind Interstellar? Cause I know you're you're a big sci-fi geek like me and I, Alan over here, and I, you I, love this stuff.
5: I do love that stuff. I, You know what? And, and I, it was great listening to you guys' conversation because, okay, number one, I am highly amused when I hear scientists getting mad over a... Fiction. Yes. That's yes. <laughs> Thank you. Like, are you like, whatever. This is okay. why I love
2: this lady right here. That's, yes. <laughs> that,
5: okay. That aside. Number two. <laughs> and there were like deep discussions in the car on the way home after Interstellar because I'm with a household full of geeks. Okay. It's a so, Nolan movie.
2: That's how it happens. It's it, a Nolan movie.
5: Okay, so I, if if I say Okay, I'm trying not to give away spoilers, but based no on spoilers. what scientists know. Okay. The moral of the story is you don't know. When I hear discussions about what scientists think a something-something is, because I don't want to give away spoilers, um, <laughs> and the two different schools of that... So tough
2: to talk about this movie yeah, without giving away spoilers. it just
5: lets me know that you <laughs> don't know. And I think one of science's biggest problems is that they have lost their imagination. You should yes. look at a movie like Interstellar, and you should not... Go on a tangent and give me all these reasons why something like that shouldn't happen. If you're a scientist, you should look at that movie and go, hmm, could this be possible? How could it be possible? Especially when you delve into topics like quantum physics, which takes Einstein's theory of relativity and just shreds it to pieces. So that's why I don't – understand why... Si- I mean, I kind of do because egos and that sort of thing, but really, I think the reason that I don't have a lightsaber yet is because scientists are arrogant and stubborn and have lost their
2: patience Yes. Amen.
4: This all started last year when Ooh. Neil DeGrasse Tyson went haywire on gravity and how that movie was completely flawed. So It's was, fiction! Uh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's argument- a fictional movie. It's a science fiction, fiction movie. The only and here's the thing with this movie about it being fiction is they came out ahead of this saying they worked very closely with Kip Thorne the right. entire time and so I think that's why you're getting a lot of the backlash on the, the science. Well because there's
2: some it. some of the science in the movie is based on real theoretical science. A lot of the sciences, not all of it, is based on theoretical science. But here's the thing, theoretical science changes often. Cause people, yeah, And the it's all theory. In
3: theory... It changes.
2: Yes. So, you know, people are going to butt heads over theoretical stuff in the movie. But, again, it's fiction. Who cares? It's a it's a great story. Uh, the acting is phenomenal in this movie. It really I mean, it, is. I got it. That's McConaughey, why I'm going to say again. So dun, dun,
3: dun, dun. I want
2: fiction. one of those so
4: robots. So yeah,
5: bad. I do, too. I do, too. Uh, it was. You know, it's very hard to make a movie that is both tells a story – And combines action. Like, normally you can't get those two right because you got 120 Mm -hmm. pages. You only have, you know, you literally have 120 pages to try to do something. So normally you have to pick and choose. I thought Interstellar was very well done with the Mm -hmm. action and the storytelling. And yeah, the acting was just out of the park. I thought it was good.
3: Yeah. I got to admit, the mechanics of the robots were really, really interesting to look at and contemplate why aren't we doing that?
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I thought that was very well done too. With the way robotics is moving along, we will be doing stuff like that in the near future. So well, obviously, someone got the idea somewhere. So you know. Exactly. No Unfortunately, we're not going to get flying cars or hoverboards like Back to the Future, but I think in the next uh, 100 years, we might see Well, robotics. you've, see, you've seen know. that
3: Lifehacker thing. Not Lifehacker, the uh, Kickstarter thing for the hoverboards already, right? Are you going well, there? That's, that's hokey. So the, you, you know what the catch is, though? It has to be on top of a metal floor.
2: Of course, because it's, it's a magnet. Works on magnetism. It's yeah, not... It, it's
3: not a real hoverboard. Yeah,
2: it's not like you're gonna be able to take it on the street and just hover, you know, wherever you want.
3: Oh, I would. Yeah, I say
5: so aliens bad. just come pick me up. I'm not with stupid. Okay, We're
2: <laughs> people, it's okay, you know, Crystal.
3: Hang on. It, so... Carlos and Jose will be right over. Just oh. give me the address.
2: Okay. You, you said aliens. You didn't specify what kind oh, of aliens. My <laughs> 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 you know. Aliens not from planet Earth. I mean, do you want a, a couple Don't aliens named Gonzales? Me I can send them your way.
3: Me. I'm, 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 sorry, like... what, I'm sorry what did you say about probing in the videos yeah. that you did let
5: me, let, me, let me make sure I, I get the fine print right here again the it's not that, our... <laughs> not that crystal storm I mean we can have I, mean, come on, I just went to a strip club we can have a good time
2: but... oh there we go <laughs> woohoo it's a party it's yes. Daytona this is the dark matter radio network this after is, all it is it is true so let me ask you, uh, Crystal, with uh, you know, the two books out, the TV show uh, in the works, uh, do you want to get more and more into like TV and movies and writing scripts for, for that or do, you, or do you plan to put more books out?
5: I'm putting more books out. It's fu- you know, um, Writing a script has really taught me that authors have it, uh, book authors have it very easy um, because script writing is tough. Script writing is tough for, for one reason, and it's called the omniscient narrator. I can tell you – I can go on a little tangent if I want to about what my character is thinking in my books. I can't do that when I write a script. If you can't see it, I can't write it. Script writing is tough. That well, is, you a can it ha-
3: is Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep. I agree. You have an inner monologue that everybody listens to.
5: Yes, but then that's tough yes. to shoot because then you've got to figure out, okay, so do you want the camera on this guy talking for an entire two minutes? Two minutes? That's a long time. Mm-hmm. You don't think it's a long time, but that's a long time. Just watch it watch the next t v show or movie you watch. see how long you actually the camera actually stays on one person
2: oh you just uh, cut to like every two seconds three seconds two seconds well, well, that's I mean, why that's, you have
3: it coming yeah. out of the person's you know you have it shot in a way where it's you know coming out of, it's from the person's perspective like a first person perspective during his monologue while he's looking around the house you don't show him you show what he's looking at or what's distracting him during True. his inner monologue that is
5: also a cool way to do a monologue as well that yeah. is that is but again it's you know it's can be a challenge to shoot depending on what and if we're talking about monologues in synarchy you know I'm showing galactic federation chambers and and uh um, um sacrifices and you know all oh yeah virgin <laughs> so sa-
2: great with no, your
5: kid it, sacrifices oh. be real with it in scenario okay i'd be sacrificing kids little
2: kids <laughs> oh, a virgin is a
3: terrible thing to waste
5: that's right yeah. we don't waste virgins and they're I just so
3: know. hard to find nowadays it's not
5: <laughs> yeah especially in florida yeah especially in florida oh,
2: because they keep on sleeping with all the teachers that's true too. What's going on with that? Sad but true, especially in Miami, Florida. Yeah. Are, oh my goodness. Where were these teachers that are sleeping with the kids when I was in high school? Yeah, it's yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I saw on the news some really hot blonde teacher like sleeping with her a couple of her students not long ago here in the news, and I'm like, where was she when I was in high school? It's really?
5: Question.
2: It's a very good question. Why couldn't she be my teacher? Like, I wouldn't complain. Mm-hmm. And why did kids even like turn these teachers in? Really? I mean.
3: It's not that the teacher's turn, it's not that the kids turn them in, it's that yes. they opened their big fat mouths during gym you know, something else and
2: their and jealous friends turn them in. That's you why, know. right. Guys, if I could give you any advice, if you're sleeping with a hot teacher, keep shut it up to yourself.
4: Shut up, yeah. <laughs> don't get
2: her fired. What do you those, la, 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 she hits, you're I'm not, not listening.
5: You're a kid. You're not smart. Nobody's smart at that age. You're just not. No, you think you are, but you're not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, Sonarchy Book Three is coming out. I'm currently in the process nice. of writing it. So yes,
2: very cool. Now with these books and like with the TV series and you know the scripts and everything, how hard is it? Because you are a science fiction fan, like we said. You know how hard is it for you to write science fiction in this genre and not take from sources, you know, or take you know bits of pieces from other material like Star Wars, Star Trek, stuff that you love also
5: difficult it's it's something yeah it's been a little difficult um i kind of look at that though as a challenge um i have a lofty goal and my lofty goal is to create a character as memorable as darth vader that is really my goal (laughs) wow and and i good uh, luck on that i know i know but i damn it i am up (laughs) to the challenge so people keep telling me i'm a good writer so i'm just gonna go with it (laughs)
2: you're a great writer but we're talking about like We're talking about the greatest villain cinematically of all time, Crystal. I I mean, that's going to be tough.
5: I know. I know. You know what? I'll settle for second place because Darth Vader's kind of cool. I can settle for the number two spot. That's fine. That's fine. But, uh, yeah. No, it's tough. It is. It is tough. But, um, you know, a lot of it's for inspiration, um, that sort of thing. I haven't had too much of a problem where I'm writing something and I'm like, no, this is kind of like this. I haven't ventured there yet, because Sonarki's a little out there. Like, you've read the books, Jack. Sonarki mm-hmm. is a little out there. I take a lot of different concepts, and I smoosh them into one novel, and I'm like, here, read this. Go.
2: It, it. Yeah, it's it's—it's it's almost like a Christopher Nolan movie, really. You have to, like, read it a couple times to get everything that's in there. You really do put a lot of different things in this genre uh, brilliantly, by the way. Uh, I really can't wait for the TV show to really have a couple episodes in the can so we could see, you know, visually what you wrote.
5: I can't either. I'm so excited about that. Our That's be really so
2: cool.
5: Yeah, we're really, really excited about that. We can't wait. So I mean, are you, it's really fun are to you be guys on set to shoot the promo, too, and, and watch yeah. it all come to life. So, yeah, we want to We want to kind of up our game a little bit. Um, so, yes, 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 yes. We're going to uh, – we're probably going to end up doing, because Sonarchy is so complex and starts in like the 1920s and goes to now, mm, yep. um, we're going to do probably two movies and then the TV show. Is kind nice. of where we're at right now. Um, so yeah. So well, that's- how long? How long
3: I, are I, the movies? I'm just going to ask a stupid question, folks. Oh, okay.
2: Has ask anybody
3: away. has anybody actually dumb, done dumb. two movies or even done a movie and then turned it into a TV show without a total cast rewrite <sighs> and too many years to separate? The only well, thing that's ever done it is recasting. Stargate.
4: Yeah. True.
2: True. With yeah.
5: Sonarki, the cool thing is I don't need to have the same characters because it starts in the 1920s, so I need a completely different cast for that. Book mm-hmm. two will probably be Marcelo's story that takes us into the 1950s. The TV show will be about his grandchildren. So you're talking about a plot that starts in the 1920s and culminates on December 21st, 2012.
3: Sounds very, very transformerish. I could see that. Where, you know, you have enough, you know, what was the one with the age of, was it Age of Extinction? No, it was the one right before the third. Dark of the Moon? Yeah, Dark of the Moon where, you know, it's like they had an alliance way back when and it grew till now. And now (laughs) you have all the rich and powerful. I don't know
2: about that. I was thinking more like the series Taken where it starts in one period piece and then shows all these abductions throughout the, you know, the history of uh, this family. Uh, That's kind of like what I was thinking more along the okay. lines we'll give you Darker than Moon not bad
5: okay. yeah, the When's new the bad? one sucked don't compare it to the new one because the new one was horrible
2: Come but on! You know like uh, Age of Extension, really? That like, Mark
5: Wahlberg. Really? Come you on, the Funky Bunch. The, I, you the know funky what? And bunch. that's what made me so <laughs> mad because freaking, he's on a DinoBot and he is writing it, and I am so not interested because it was just like one ridiculous action scene just smooshed together after another, and I, I didn't like it. I didn't. Yeah, like but, it. but that's
2: what all Transformers movies are. I mean. I, but awesome. I
5: liked the other ones. I, I just loved didn't like. Oh, I really, I didn't like it. Yeah, I
2: loved it. I it I was
3: good. It. I can. And that's about all it
2: was. Yeah, but that's, that's what these movies are—they're eye candy, popcorn. actually. Yeah. I mean, you effects, know, I you know?
5: go into these movies with generally low expectations because you know what they are. Like, you, you know, you know, like Pacific Rim was the only one that
2: like really impressed me. Like, as you
3: well, know. that was not a See? Michael Bay production.
2: That I didn't true? really dig Pacific Rim all that much, to be honest with you. What? Yeah, wasn't Wasn't uh, yeah, was big Un- I saw it a couple times and fell asleep. A couple times and...
5: Oh my goodness! I fell asleep in Transformers. This new one, I was just like.
2: <laughs> well, that I can understand because it's a very long movie. Like, there's an hour you can cut out of that movie and could be perfectly fine with it. But <laughs> it's a hugely long movie. But that Michael Bay does, you know, like doing that. They he does. He throws everything. In a
4: there. T.J. Miller
2: in that movie too.
5: Yeah, uh, his, it was.
2: He was he was awesome, and then his character's demise. You had like, he a cast. Cast. He like which guy was it? T.J. Miller, which funny guy it? in the beginning. Uh, his funny friend in the beginning, Mark Wahlberg's uh, assistant. The oh, guy oh, oh, He becomes no, no, no uh, the, don't
3: forget the guy who fell off the roof.
5: Yeah, there were just like, but they were just like some glaring plot holes. And I, and this is funny for me to say because normally I have a very healthy suspension of disbelief when I go in to watch a movie, right? I can, I, but like that fight, that very first fight why did everybody just get to walk away and really you're the NS and you can't find these guys in the middle of Texas like really they're just sitting on a ledge like 20 feet away just with their binoculars and they just hack into your drone. like really like- so the fact that we're
2: making a movie about transformers from another world doesn't bother you but no that, that
5: does that, Look, because <laughs> look it's my my thing is if you're going to set us up with this villain that is this big powerful you know and you, you lay out everything they can do and you do that from jump street and then for some reason they they don't use their powers. You need to give me a good reason why. I don't their think that's too much batteries That's, what are
3: charging, that's it. Yeah. Or whatever. That's that what it
5: is is <laughs> <laughs> like something. Some reason that you can just get in your truck and you just drive away after there were helicopters and like 30 people there and what?
2: <laughs> watch the movie again. And it it explains right. itself. All it's right. a great movie. I'm gonna, I like I'll,
5: it. I'll watch it again. I will.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'll That's waste
5: fun. another couple hours of my life just 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 to give you the benefit <laughs> of the doubt, Angel. Because just, you normally have a sense. All right, I'll do it one more time. Just
2: one more time. Just all give right. Marky Mark in the Funky Bunch. Just because. One I more know, chance. Good God, did just you fun. actually say I that out good. loud? This <laughs> movie had look. <laughs> this movie had. This movie had good vibrations going all through uh, three hours of it. Okay. It oh
3: was... God, really? You said that out loud. <laughs>
4: that movie made me miss, Shy laboof a lot. Wow.
3: Yeah. I yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, that movie made me miss. Michael- m- it made me miss um, what's her name's Megan Fox's ass, but not her new face.
2: <laughs> I like Megan Fox. Like Come on. Have you seen She's her new cool. face? I love her new face. Are you no. kidding she me?
3: Wor- she looks I worse w- than what's her name from Bridget Jones' Diary.
2: No, oh, no, I wouldn't call that. You, no, you, no, okay. no, 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 well, no, no. Okay, now no, I know sorry. you're you're smoking the good gun. wherever you are. Scott's smoking
5: the bad gun.
2: He thinks that. Oh, I don't know. He's smoking something something extra special. I don't know what that is.
5: <laughs> out of control, let's go watch Yeah, right. no
2: I'm,
3: I, I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna have to have to point out the slight cosmetic feature changes uh, <laughs> that she's
2: had. Welcome to Hollywood, Alan. They, they all have cosmetic feature changes. Dude,
3: it's Holly weird. Come on.
2: Exactly. You you don't belong in Holly weird if you don't have plastic surgery at least five times on your face. Uh, this
3: but, is why but, but this is not complimentary. It. This is like she she did the whole duck ass lips kind of thing.
2: No, she always kind of had like the duck lips. Working. She had
3: pouty lips and she was using a vacuum she did. cleaner for that. Okay. She, she used a vacuum cleaner. You know, to mm. puff up her lips, or some other toy to do it. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, she, it, it's like here. Well, he's really
2: thought this out, by the way. Guys. I know like, he's he, like very
4: deep into this. this is yeah,
2: he. I think Alan's been sitting at night with the lights off, just watching Transformers and the Ninja Turtles movie, just thinking of ways that she got her lips like that, and just thinking of ideas of what, what you know what it could have been. She that looks her okay, lips okay. Ears. That not
3: she that's not really. Yes, here, I sent you a link. You click on it and you tell me she doesn't look right, okay, from the before and after, okay?
5: she. Okay, so she actually – okay, so I'm actually looking at the picture. And, okay, so I said this is a bisexual woman who could appreciate beauty here. She looks a little weird in the second. She went from, like, normal-looking person to, like, Barbie doll. Uh, she I mean, kind of looks like a Barbie doll and it's kind of creeping me out a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah it, but you it, guys it, have it, to understand. It, hold, it, on, there's, there's, hold on. There's a lot more – makeup on the second picture here no there really
3: isn't actually yeah
2: dude her eyes are like more made up no it's not Uh, it looks
3: like almost the same identical eyelashes different the way she's on the same
2: angle she's a lot closer in the second picture um you know she's she's also a little bit older she's like what 10 years older in the second picture you know, age does make a difference, there, Mister. She Weiler. really
5: didn't have to, though. She, yeah, that these Maltese makeup. She really didn't have to. She was beautiful regardless. I don't understand why she. she I
2: think yeah, she is
3: she, she really was. She was. She beautiful. really didn't need all this work. She, she did was look good absolutely
4: beforehand. beautiful. She did look good beforehand. Um, I mean, to be fair, she just did have a kid as well. So.
3: Okay, okay h- hang on. There Here's you go. Here's the best test. Thank you, Eugene. Here's the best test, folks. Which one do you think would you be happy waking up to in the morning after the makeup's all
5: off? Well, I got to see her without makeup first. Well, yeah, let need an actual let, without let's makeup. Let's put
3: it this way. I take the one on the left without makeup a hell of a lot quicker than the one on the right.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll give you this much. Um, I'll take either one.
5: <laughs> Jack is like, I'm not picky. Whatever.
2: I make like, makeup. Jack is no like, as long
3: as there's a pulse.
2: As long as it's <laughs> Megan Fox.
3: That's and, all I care about. And, and it's not going to abduct him.
2: Okay. Well, I don't mind the abduction, you know, especially if there's no anal you know, probing going on. Then, you know, that we have a problem. But Everybody there's none of that; we're good. It's, you know, good. He, yeah,
3: he has limits. has limits. As long as, as long as they're not going to put him on the saucer, you know, he's okay.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't need that scene from South Park where the satellite comes out of my behind. <laughs> don't <laughs> that need any be of amazing that. Well, that, would, that would. Well, be wouldn't you got it
3: still has not happened to Travis. So you know, he hasn't had yeah. the uh, the satellite just come out of his butt yet.
2: And people want to know why they call me the Jackal. <laughs> Michael needs
5: to make Bad Boys Three, though. For real,
2: seriously. Oh, he's he, making Bad Boys Three. You know, he's there was it. a
3: script floating oh. around. There was a script floating around for it already, uh, about three years ago. Wow.: uh, Lowry. Probably the problem <laughs> is the problem is is that they wanted to pass the torch off, um, not reboot it per se, but pass the torch off to two other characters, and it just Why? didn't
4: work out. Yeah, don't do that. Why Jaden Smith turned on the role? <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, oh, my oh, no, I That's read a really so great
5: interview about his frown
3: just didn't work on screen those
4: two
5: kids are pretty intelligent
4: those those yeah, two did, kids are Did w- you read that article about them and time travel or how they yeah. can slow down time or speed uh, up time yeah, depending on how they feel you no'
5: know, I've, I've watched some very interesting will Smith videos and his perception about the universe and spirituality so he's a pretty deep dude so I'm not surprised his kids turned out like this.
3: Well, yeah, but you got to understand some of the things that he tweets is like he's smoking Twinkies or something.
5: I do not follow him on Twitter. I'm not not a celebrity stalker. I
3: I, I don't follow him, but I'm telling you, things show up on Facebook. Like, what is this idiot saying again? (laughs)
5: No, you, you know, you sound very judgmental, and I think you need to stop being so judgmental. Thank
2: you. I've been saying that for the last decade.
3: You do. No, no, no. Actually, I'm really not that judgmental. Oh,
4: oh this um, whole tirade about Megan Fox. Definitely. Yeah, no. No, I'm just I'm very, not
2: judging very, her at all. I'm just saying she's just, carved just her face up like well-versed. a turkey. Okay.
5: You have a very judgmental host,
3: co-host here, Jackal. You do. So, yeah, I do. I know. I really do. I mean, okay. He, he, here's.
2: But I'm gonna make a note of that. Okay. Hold here's Jay. Here's
3: just for some fun. Let's just put in a couple of Jaden Smith's um, tweets. Uh, First one is, most trees are blue. Um, Another good one is, is, how can mirrors be Hmm. real if our eyes aren't real? That's deep stuff. Um, That's deep. But there's a lot of,
5: okay, so as someone who's kind of, I'm very woo-woo, I'm on the plug-in woo-woo show, as someone who kind of has a little bit of background as to what he's saying, it's not Uh that out there.
3: Okay, true, yeah. and I got to admit, I do like his mom actually on the new Gotham TV series.
4: Oh God, well, I I not hate her. really? Do I you hate her? Hate her, oh, hate her she's character? So that annoying! Character. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Worst character you guys ever. Are very
5: judgy. I think you guys uh, are woo. Hey, hold
2: on! I I love Jada Pinkett Smith. You know, I'm a big fan <laughs> of her. You know, she was you know at one point she was friends with Tupac. Love Tupac. Yeah. So you know, I, I have no beef with her, but that character. So, annoying. Yeah. so, so annoying. annoying. She's
3: annoying and you just can't wait to
2: see her get killed. No, no, I'm just, I'm just waiting for somebody to kill her and get her off exactly
3: the Exactly. That's the whole thing. The whole, the whole design of that character is, is you're just saying, who's going to kill her? I can't wait to see that woman die. And you just anticipate, and you're hoping every episode, someone's going to kill her.
2: Yeah, but if it doesn't happen soon, I'm going to stop watching. So yeah, what's but the then point? you realize it's Jada DePink <laughs> and Smith, and she's not going to
4: sign on to a series for six episodes. So Isn't she's out scary? for it. A- you
5: write a character, and you think everybody's going to like her, and they just think that she's annoying. It's like Lori from The Walking Dead. I really think that when they <laughs> yes, read her, they yes. thought that everybody was going to like her. And she was like the most ridiculous character ever. I was so happy when she died.
4: Or Chandler Riggs. I'm still waiting for the kid to get shot.
5: <laughs> <laughs> like I was so... No spoilers, though, guys. I'm so behind this season. So behind. Okay.
2: Uh, oh, really? You haven't been keeping I, up with other seasons? You
5: know, I've been... I, I, I was in a really bad funk, actually, the last couple of years, and I have pulled myself out of it, so I've been really busy trying to catch up and write and, and do stuff, so I have... Fallen very behind on my TV shows. Make a- time
2: for this season because it's I been phenomenal. No,
5: I watched the so first three episodes, so I'm three episodes in, and then I had to take a break because I had other stuff to do. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back.
2: Well, you we are all have a life lately. after. Yes, yes, we do. Except for the people who die on The Walking Dead.
5: Except for you, no the people life, who
4: yeah. die on The Walking Dead. I know. Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah, so and make, don't make don't time
2: after. for Sons of Anarchy also.
3: Oh wait, 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 yeah, tonight was supposed to be a good episode. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I gotta downloaded. it. I don't, somewhat got don't, a
4: spoiler by somebody don't. spoiled something on Twitter. I haven't watched it yet either, so but
3: Yeah, I gotta download that that and it's the last season too, but they are thinking about doing an actual pre series for you know, the yes. original Sam Crow.
5: Well, I will wait till it is over since I have never watched it, and then I'll just binge. Me neither. Oh, is it going to be on Netflix? How, then I'll
2: just
4: download it. Exactly. Good series. I yeah.
3: download all my TV shows now.
4: Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I
5: hate commercials. Well,
3: I travel, or or I travel streaming. a lot, so and I don't. A
4: have disclaimer to for anybody that's about to start: give give it about six episodes. The first season Ooh. of Sons of America, yeah, The first six episodes are a little.
2: Guys, hold on. we're joined by a caller here. Caller, you're alive on the air. Please turn off your radio, whoever this is.
5: I have fallen behind on my TV
3: shows. Okay, <laughs> How's that? Well,
2: we're joined by Lucifer. Satan, <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait tell us. They is he talking off.
3: backwards? Is he talking backwards? <laughs> I
2: don't know, but Satan, speak to me, Satan. Give I, I, me a command, my lord. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Here, here's,
3: here's what Satan did. Satan got Charles Manson a girlfriend. Command
2: me, Lord. Remember Ghostbusters 2? Command me, Lord. <laughs> Whoa, there is say no Zool. So Call, uh, our caller. caller calls in and doesn't say anything. Caller, are you going to say something or we are going to hang up on you? No, he's on Skywatcher.
5: You actually have At to give the caller a chance. No,
2: hold no, on, hold on. Everybody, hold on. Everybody, everybody, give, give the caller some silence. On, caller, say something.
1: Mark, three, two, this is Star Six calling. I really enjoy the conversation, if we can have one. Uh, I, would, I would, yes, I, love I would Star. love to have a conversation. What's up, Star Six? Yay! A lot. How, of, how, I really enjoyed what I've been hearing tonight, gentlemen. I'm not kidding you. I really enjoyed you. Yes, awesome. I enjoy the lady more, however. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Thank so do I. you. So do I. You're not the first, you're
2: not the first to say that to me.
1: No, oh, there's a reason. <laughs> I uh, I I get involved with a lot of uh, talented people in my life, and uh, you're probably one of the most. Uh, Oh, well-rounded, well-balanced writers I've ever ran into. And I just ran into you at the beginning of the show because I pushed the wrong button and I was listening.
5: That's so sweet. Oh, thank That's you. That's awesome. Very cool. good Star Six.
1: <laughs> well, I'm still listening and I want to, um, I just want to encourage you to keep, uh, kicking ass. Because uh, you've got the right program, um... I, 120, you're right. I can't even write my mother a letter, let alone, <laughs> you know, you guys do. And, uh, so I have a lot of respect for the talented people that can. And I, and I do appreciate, I gotta tell you both, you guys, I appreciate people that critique films, Um, and especially the one we were discussing tonight. I'm, I'm really excited I heard your comments about it because, boy, you'd really triggered my curiosity. I'm going to go see it, and I'll call back in. I'll give you a report from the, uh, the side awesome. of Star 6. Star 6 is a... Uh, we highly recommend, uh, recommend you see it. Yeah, I, I, I have to now because you guys, you know, you should have sent me tickets. Anyhow, I'm going to... Uh, <laughs>
2: give uh, us your address or we're off air to our, uh, to our board. <laughs> we'll get you
1: tickets. Well, <laughs> Star 6 is more than a nickname. I live here. At any rate, the key thing is this. Um, young lady and you will always be young, I can tell.
2: And yes. you don't need
1: surgery. I agree with them on the surgery of who you were talking
2: about. <laughs> uh, Which one? There were a couple of them. That- <laughs> I, I think he means Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Well, Beautiful, gorgeous Megan Fox.
3: Now Bridget Jonesy, uh, what's her name?
1: It, it's uh, one of the number one mental illnesses of this country. But nevertheless, yeah. nevertheless uh, regardless of what it is, it's just unfortunate. But, Getting back to the main characters in your future, and Star 6 is one of them, my dear. I'm going to be following you, and I say we. Star 6 is a group, and uh, we only believe in one thing, quality. We don't care about profit. That well, her cool. her
2: books and uh, the TV shows she's working on definitely is quality. It's good stuff, man. Very cool. Star wow. 6, uh, wow. I, I
5: would love to have your email address. I would love to send you and your group a copy of the Snarky series and know what you think about it.
2: Well, all
1: you have to do is dial area code
2: 206-203. Don't give your number on air. Don't give your number on air.
1: I, I don't know if you want to oh, do that. Oh, this number is easy. Trust me. Do you think I'd give a number on the air? <laughs> yeah,
2: well. Give your email, but I'm just saying, I'm just looking out for now, you, Brad.
1: This is a special number. It catches me anywhere in the world, and it doesn't wake me up. It's area code 206-203-4649. Now, just for the listeners, I don't know who's calling unless you leave me your phone number. If you want an email, well, then you're going to have to leave an email. It's a voicemail system. 30 seconds after you hang up, I get it anywhere in the world, and I do travel. So oh, very cool, very cool. Yeah. So it's like Dropbox, but for phones. Okay. I'll so- tell you one. I'll tell you one thing about communications, gentlemen. Cell phones are industrial scrap. I agree. <laughs> True. And yeah. And I and also I want to tell you something else, uh, young lady. I don't know what's in your story, and I don't wish to. I don't need to. However, I was listening, and I okay. The graphics are great. Your actors are probably going to be even better. But uh, there is some technology things I'd sure like to bring up. And one of them is sitting down in Texas. Uh, and if you if you call that number and leave an email, I'll send you the link. I'm not trying to sell anything. I sure could, however. Um, but there is, you know, everybody's talking about the future in terms of a lot of different pieces of equipment. Oh, I guess the flying car would be the most common one at the moment. Hoverboard. I want a hoverboard. I want a license. Yeah, thing. well, that's what drew my attention to this subject. Uh, the hoverboard, uh, I can get you one, but you'd have to come to Star 6 to get it. But number I'm two, down. That down in Texas, already licensed for the road is a flying motorcycle. That's what it is. Nice. It was actually designed by myself and a partner uh, 30 years ago for Africa, and uh, but however... Um, there was only one man on Earth that could take the prototype and really make make it come true. And he did that, uh, oh, let me stand by here, approximately eight years ago. And it is licensed in Texas. It is the answer to oh all kinds of things. I'll say it that way. But the the neat thing is, in a movie, it's something people don't know about. I'm not trying to boost the sales because his sales are doing just great. For $19,000, you can buy this thing. And if you're 10 years old, you'll fly it just as safe as an 80-year-old. It doesn't kill people. And it's great for movies. And you already saw it once. Uh, The type of uh, flying wing was done in uh, uh, Mad Max. uh, I think it was Mad Max. uh, That was the Jaro Copter pilot. Uh,
2: Anybody anybody want to... Confirm that?
1: Yeah, well, at any rate, it's been used in a lot of films down in Australia. And anyhow, the key thing is it's a piece of technology that's in the here and now. Now, that's one thing I want to tell you about the here and now. Okay. Okay. Gentlemen, there is no past and there is no future. It is the here and now. It may have taken you a few years to get your 120 pages of script done, but you're measuring it in a different dimension. The truth of the matter is, it's the here and now, and you just keep following what you're doing, and it will happen exactly as your dreams are. Everything you're doing will come true. it in. have a good evening, gentlemen. I really want to listen to another caller. (laughs) By the way, caller, if if you got broken fingers,
2: it's okay, but try your elbows. <laughs> <laughs> Star six Brilliant. is awesome. Thank you. Thank you, so you Star much. six. Thanks for calling in, buddy. That was great. That is Star awesome. six. Star That's six probably the best. Fantastic.
5: I'm totally using Star six my email address.
2: That might have been the best call ever on this show.
5: By I, the way, ah, uh, that was awesome.
2: That was awesome. Everybody
3: was like who's listening, uh, let's try ever. and get you guys to one up them.
5: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's go, guys. Come on. Yeah, gonna be a tough one an to one up. I'd be writing stuff. Jackal is cool. These other guys are cool. You should call in. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's I mean, to to. We're cool. I'm kind of cool. Yeah, we're all
2: cool. Alan's cool. Yeah, um, but yeah. Crystal, you're the coolest. And you know, we said it earlier, but you know, it is your birthday, and it's so cool that you're spending your uh, your birthday here with us, even though technically is you know tomorrow also so you're gonna have the whole day what are you doing on your special birthday anything Uh, special
5: i'm not doing a friggin thing tomorrow that's what i'm (laughs) that's the best (laughs) kind of birthday are you kidding me it's been really great uh my my sister-in-law took me to see some strippers last friday and then nice yeah it was great and then this friday we're all gonna go out again so tomorrow i'm gonna eat cake and i'm not doing anything Probably game. I'm a gamer. I'll play some Secret World. What's up, everybody in the Secret World? I'll play some uh, Star Wars.
2: Destiny. About- nice. Destiny. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, are you excited about Episode Seven? I am. The so Force Awakens. Excited uh, about episode uh,
5: Seven. I am- <laughs> You know. Okay. So I wrote. I geek wrote a Star Wars fan fiction. I don't know if people know this, but I say it because it's
2: the. You play- told me once about this. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember.
5: did. I what I look. I played Star Wars: The Old Republic, the MMO. Loved the story so much that I stopped writing my real book and I wrote a fan fiction that got so long that I got an editor and a cover artist and turned it into a quote unquote real book. So (laughs) now that that is out there, it gets, I swear to God, I think it's gotten like a hundred times a month. More people wow. have read my Star Wars fan fiction than they've read my actual novels, which is fine.
2: <laughs> what is Star Wars?
5: Oh, I need Star Wars, exactly. You say Star Wars, you yeah. read it. You know, it'd be nice if somebody would give me a review on it. I'd love to know what you think, but whatever.
2: You ever thought about uh, commissioning that to Disney? Because you know, now they're going to put I all kinds know, of Star Wars stuff just, out. You
5: know what? I did it for the fun of it. I'm actually also going to turn it into an audiobook. I'm like recording chapters in my voice and I'm adding little sound effects to the background. I'm just going to put them up on my blog because I hate blogging and I always need content. So I just like nice. you know, like forty five chapters. It's ridiculous. So,
2: so what's this Star Wars story about?
5: It is. It is about a family that is caught up in the Galactic War. I don't know if anybody's familiar with the um, the Star Wars MMO actual story, but it takes place like way before all the movies, um, kind of around the era of like Revan. Um, that that era, um, first right. emperor okay. type stuff. Yep, yep, yep. It's mm-hmm. that era. So it is. You know, it is about um, it is about a woman. Who got caught up in the Galactic War as a Jedi, kind of became a Sith, kind of became a Gray Sith, and some stuff goes down. Wait, she's
3: a Gray Sith, or is she Bendu?
5: Uh, she's like a Gray Sith.
3: Really? Gray Sith instead That's of a like Bendu? That's like,
5: yeah, I know. I know, yeah. So, yeah. So that, and it's about you know the choices that she makes and the family. You know, I love being mean to my characters is what it's really about.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you <laughs> have no issues there, no. Uh-uh. You know
5: what I'm saying? I, you know what? I was killing characters before George Martin. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> she, really, she really was, yeah. she was. <laughs> she was. <laughs> you
3: know, who would be the worst person to kill when it comes to Game of Thrones?
5: Who would be the worst?
3: George R. R. Martin. Because then you'd never figure out how everything ends.
5: You would never figure it out, you know. And I actually tried to read the books, and I couldn't get into them. I was very sad.
2: I've never seen
3: *Game of Thrones*. The movies are great. Uh, You know, the
2: the TV show is great.
5: The TV show is all. The... I'm actually shocked, Jackal. You probably really enjoy Game of Thrones.
2: Everybody tells me that, and you know, it, it, this happens to me all the time. Uh, I didn't get into Breaking Bad until like the last season, mm. and for I years, have... people were like, "Dude, you know, for at least two years, anyway, two or three years, people were like, dude, you really should watch Breaking Bad.' Oh my god, this show is amazing. And I'm like, eh, it's a show about meth. <laughs> eh, how could it could it possibly be? How good? I mean, seriously, it's okay. You'd all, greatest show see... ever."
3: Really, you'll yell at me when I say, I really haven't even watched it.
2: I haven't either. Shame on both
3: of you. I have not either. I uh, know. Oh, it's. It, it's is, so it,
5: I've got like a list of shows that I need to watch. So I need minions is what I need. If I had some minions, mm. I could spend more time watching TV.
2: Amen. I could use a couple of minions.
5: You know what I'm saying?
3: I yeah. just hired a whole bunch of minions. What? Yep. Uh, and I'm looking to hire more.
5: Okay. All right. Well, you, know you, what, you need to share
2: the minions, dude. I will well, name a take... character after you. We, uh, we, we, we. As
3: long as you can afford them, I'll happily send minions to you.
2: Right. You send a couple my way there, buddy. I need a couple <laughs> more minions. Especially okay. hot-looking blonde minions.
3: You, you, you know I recruit from the comic book conventions.
2: I know you do. Um, that's what I'm saying. You Put know,
3: you I, I'll provide you minions as long as you can afford them.
2: Oh, I, I definitely will. All right. All right. right. Yeah, Definitely Not a problem,
3: can. you know. I'm looking to hire another thirty for what I do for a living, so you know, I'll, I'll get you some minions.
2: Man, people are right now scratching their heads, wondering what exactly it is that you do for a living. Like, wait a second, what do you do? Is it please? <laughs> <laughs> is, it is it what? I am. Is it please? Uh,
3: no, no, no. But Does it, anybody get
2: pleased in the process? Is what she's trying to ask. Uh, <laughs> let's. I, I will
3: say that people are usually satisfied after dealing with me. Yes.
2: Oh. Is there a happy ending involved?
3: Um. Ooh. Uh. Where's that ten foot pole? Let's see if I could touch that. Um. Ooh, wow. Mm.
2: With that um. said, we're going to break. <laughs> Keep pondering that answer, there, Mister Allen. Uh, guys, we'll be right back uh, after a commercial break. And I want to just uh, give a shout out to Space Boy, who provided a really cool song for uh, Feature Theater. And I'm going to play it here. It's uh, called No Fate. Really cool track. So shout out to Space Boy on That's Twitter. Space boy. Space boy! Down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. Talk Stream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available
0: in the iTunes App Store. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said The George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban feller, kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Sofloradio.com and SoFloradio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. and more. SupermanHomePage.com
5: Hi, this is Kayla Ambrose and I'm your travel guide to the other side. I'm inviting you to join me on the Explore Your Spirit with Kayla show. Each week on the show, I serve as your travel companion delving into metaphysical, supernatural, and paranormal topics. Join me here as we explore the mysteries of the universe. All on the Explore Your Spirit with Kayla show.
0: 733374 that's 9549733374 or visit keyinformation.com
2: remember Future Theater can be heard every Monday night at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern with your host, Bill, that's me and Nancy.
3: I
5: Karumba. Burns, and we are broadcasting live
2: right here on the Dark
5: Matter Radio Network. Breaking the walls down.
0: This is radio. This is what people want.
2: To download the podcast, make sure you go to www.futuretheater.com. You're listening to the Dark Matter Radio Network. everybody, welcome back to Skywatchers Radio. The sounds you're listening to there is good friend Mac Maloney's band, Worlds Apart. Love his music, really mm-hmm. good stuff. And uh, again, we have open lines. If you guys want to call in and follow that great call we had on the last segment, uh, good luck. Uh, but if you want to call in, no love pressure. love to take your calls. No, no pressure. No, none nope. okay. Not at all. Uh-uh. None. Uh, none. But if you want to follow that epic call, go ahead. 786 245 to seven, follow us on Skype also by looking up PSN radio. You can look us up in Skype right in. Skype- we'll accept your Skype.
5: We
0: will Skype
2: us. Skype any Skype. Skype.
5: Press the button.
2: Now, Crystal, let's talk about your radio show for a second here because <laughs> it is an amazing show. I've been on the <laughs> show a couple times. <laughs> and I want to very give very a good. shout out to your co host, the pluckster. Jolie. Love Julie. She's awesome. Julie's awesome. Tell the audience, uh, how in the hell did you come up with the Plucky and Woo-Woo show? (laughs) First of all, how did you come up with this name, Plucky and Woo-Woo show? (laughs) Because a person of your magnitude and you know with what you're working on you're you're such a respected author and you have you know this great project and then you're on the plucky and woo woo show how does this happen
5: no because i <laughs> am ridiculous and i love it <laughs> that is how because i am 34 today but i'm really like 5 so here's what's up so plucky <laughs> is julie's like that is like her motto like julie is just a plucky woman, like, that is who she is, um, and so I'm a very, I'm a spiritual person, so, and Julie likes to call my spirituality woo-woo, so <laughs> it started out as unconventional wisdom rated, but we're like, that's really yes. long, that's a really very long website, yeah. that's really hard to say, we're like trying to get bumpers from people, and they're like, what? So we were like, we need to rename it, so we had many nights of many conversations of what we were going to name the show, and then finally I was like, you know what, we're thinking too deep, the Plucky and Woo-woo show that's what
2: it's going to be. And she was like, that's what's up. So I was like, that's what's up. And there we go.
5: That It just made perfect sense. It's us. That's what we, she's <laughs> lucky and I'm woo-woo. So that's what it is.
2: <laughs> now tell the audience a little bit of what you two get into on this show, because this is not your conventional uh, radio show. This is not, uh, you know, this is not Coast to Coast, Art Bell. This is not uh, Dark Matter Radio Network uh, style of radio. This is out there in your face. It's it's really good radio, though. So tell the audience a little bit about what you guys cover on the show.
5: Thank you, thank you, Jackal. That's 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 awesome because <laughs> we never know because we just we just go on. Okay, I love so. the show. I love it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm afraid
2: going on sometimes because, you know, the language gets a little bit. Hairy, yeah. <laughs>
5: we're so bad. I'm like, Jackal is never going to find sponsors for us. We're so bad. Um, So we're on. A little, s- little bit out there. I know. Stuff. We're sorry. We try. We really do. I swear. So we're on. A yeah, lot. S- Constantly. That's the problem. We're That's horrible. the problem there. Woo-woo. We're horrible. <laughs> so you can only be a sponsor on the Plucking Woo Woo Show if you don't mind two hot chicks dropping a lot of F-bombs Sunday morning. I'm just saying we do. Um, Ooh, so tough the, choice there. I know. The Pluggy and Woo Woo show, we talk about Plucky is like the normal person. That's why I love drawing her into spirituality conversations. But Plucky's a really awesome chick. She loves change makers. She loves talking about um, business management, independent businesses, the right way to do things. Um, she loves talking about just, just kind of plucky, um, do it yourself type things. She that's that's like her mo. She is my resident normal person. And Plucky gets real with it. I, you know, Plucky talks about you know her struggles with the things she goes through with her job, with her sports announcing. We've gotten into many a deep discussion about you know sexism and video games and and all kinds of fun stuff, and we have a very unique I, I really want to say it's a unique perspective about a lot of things because we're two very strong independent women who think that some of y'all feminists need to calm down
4: we do we do it's true it's a true story um, yeah me
2: and me well, and I don't have the same problem we're both really strong independent women also i
4: know so you what have... is your uh, what's your take yeah. on gamergate
5: <laughs> okay, so here's my take on gamergate that if the okay. So, I, and I spent a lot of time actually reading about it because I thought it was ridiculous. It absolutely okay. You went a little far when you started threatening people like that's kind of out of control. That that is that is a prime example of what gets. Feminists so riled up is when you know stupid people make stupid comments like that or you say that it's you know that just because she's a woman she deserves it or what have you and you know i read a lot of stuff about how people had to leave their homes because they reported on this and that's just you guys are out of control out of control if the conversation is about Fairness in reporting in video games, you have an argument, and if you are a part of gamergate, then this is where you need to steer the conversation. I understand how it started and it started out ridiculous as well you know it
2: started well <laughs> for for those hold on for those out there listening myself included, who might not be aware of what the heck you're talking about with this gamergate, uh, fill us in exactly what this whole thing' is about.
5: Okay, so as I understand it, because I I didn't spend a whole lot of time on it because I thought it was ridiculous. How it started out was a woman had made a video game and someone had given her a report on it. Then her boyfriend put out a very public letter about how she had cheated on him and about how she had slept with this reporter to get the review on the video game. And from Exactly, and from there it exploded. The conversation never actually, actually, you know, it went from, you know, this this conversation about truth and journalism and did she actually sleep with this guy to get the review and is the video game actually good and worthy of the review into this whole big sexist battle and video game and gamers are changing and then it turned into that argument of, well, women can't play video games and we want this and it's just, it's out of control. Out of control now. So, What started out as could have been, (laughs) maybe, a conversation on fairness in video game reporting, which is where it is kind of trying to get to, but it's being swallowed up by a lot of sexist stupidity, is my take on Gamergate right now.
2: Interesting. Out of control. Mm. I agree. Uh, You know, there is a lot of sexism sexism in the uh, world of gaming. (laughs) Um, There is. And, you know, I I completely also agree that women should not play video games at all. Because I got my butt whooped by a woman on Halo <laughs> years ago, and I've never played video games again. Thank you very much. You scarred me for life, women. Look,
5: my take on it is this. Okay, there are a lot of messed up things in video games, period. Okay? True, Whether that's true. it's sexism or genocide or killing, like, have you ever played Civilization? Civilization is a messed up game. Number one, if I choose slavery as a form of government, my workers build things 25% faster. When I drop bombs on cities, I can actually hear people screaming. Like, you know, like video games are messed up and they're supposed to be messed up. So I don't think it's fair to attack a video game and saying it's sexist or it's this or it's that. You might be right. Video games should be messed up. They should be dark. They're fiction. That's okay. And the same token, yes, there should be more video games that are marketed towards women. There should be more video games that have strong female characters. But you don't have to get rid of what is already there to make something new. There are a lot of freaking video gamers. You can cater to everybody. So I don't understand these arguments like, I want to see men objectified in video games. I want to see a whole lot of butt naked,
2: <laughs> yeah. skittily
5: clad men in armor running around, being my minion.
2: I don't whenever. know I want to I see that.
5: No. Well, you don't want to see that, but I
3: want to yeah, see we're going We're to- my- going to show you the muscle. No, I want
5: to see a six pack. <laughs> if I got to live with boobies, I should be able to see a six pack. That's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah, yeah we are going to then. get the good outfit. It's <laughs> Connor with my line cloth. Yeah.
2: We're here to pump you up in a video game. Yeah. But That's a horrible, Arnold. I know, it's horrible. it's
3: Arnold. a Huma tuma
2: <laughs> So bad. So bad. that you know. Sorry, guys. So bad. Again, if you guys want to send any hate mail, it's hate at com.
3: You know, for just giggles, we actually should put yeah, that, that email. E- we should really <laughs> create that email address. So, <laughs> but wait, just wait, to wait, see wait. how much hate mail we actually would get. Is it almost time to read emails that have come in again?
2: We should no. be doing that every single week. We should, we should, and I'm pretty sure that you know the wormhole is pretty full right now. And thanks again to Keith Rowland for creating this amazing technology called the wormhole, which gives us messages. Uh, it's it's incredible. Some people call it uh, instant messages. I don't know. did you guys no, ever hear an that term? It's
3: interstellar wormhole. Ha, interstellar
2: ha, ha, ha. messages. What? Say what? That's it's cool. amazing. So if amazing. we get any of those, we'll read those out. You know, we usually get some pretty interesting ones. Very cool very very interesting one so you got to start uh, reading
3: yeah. that on a regular basis because that's gonna I agree. Be, that's entertaining just by itself
2: it is it is it, is it is so crystal uh, we only have actually uh, about you know, maybe another 20 minutes left on the show but uh, you know what do you uh, you know what's next on the agenda here for you in the next uh, couple months besides uh, the tv shows the books and everything else do you have any time to sleep i do i do sleep i sleep uh, sleeping is very when? important to me it's <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I don't have time to watch
5: TV shows. <laughs> Sleeping is very important to me. I make sure.
2: Yes, you're I am doubting it because I do. I, I've, look, as long as I've known you, uh, this is like the hardest working woman I've ever met. Oh, Seriously, like weird-eyed. when it comes to like these kind of uh, genres, because you know my mom was pretty hard working too, Chris. So I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, but when it comes to like authors, you know, people that are in this field, you're a very hard working person. You're always moving around doing something
5: you know it, it's awesome that you – I haven't felt that way in a long time. I tell you I, I really did I was I was going through a really rough period the last couple of years. Um so and I'm Well yeah, we call this
2: a, we call this the uh, the dark era in your was. life because yeah.
5: It was. It was it was another dark era, but it's cool. I I I you know I'm back to myself. I I'm finally riled up about things again. So I've a very hard <laughs> time. You know I I, I, I like playing i i, I want to be on planet earth to play i want to travel and i want to write and i want to learn things about different cultures and people but at the bottom the, the moral of the story is i just want to play so I, I really appreciate it when you call me a hard worker angel because i struggle daily do i want to play star wars or do i need to make this website and make some Well,
2: here's the thing playing star wars is a, <laughs> you know? that's a that's a that's a career in itself for me i play star wars anytime i get a chance you know what i'm saying Computer games, you video know, games, whatever, anything, anything. Star Wars. Star Wars is life. It's, Crystal, it's is what it I'm is
5: saying. it is it's true. It is, it's so true. excited, and I'm a freelancer too. And so there's like a level of responsibility and self motivation that you have to have as a freelancer. And I love it. I wouldn't change. I will never, ever, ever go back to working for somebody else ever. ever.
2: Oh, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get out of that field myself. You know, oh, like it's oh, it's so really, hard. It's really,
5: really hard to be a freelancer. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but it's worth it. <laughs> it is. Worth
2: it. I'm saying you and Oscar Benjamin are like the hardest working people I've ever met, Thanks. because you are freelancers and you have to make a living. So we do. Think about how hard that is, folks. It's not very easy. It's uh, it's tough. Uh, but you know, let me ask you. Um, you you being a fan of all this geek stuff and you know and and sci-fi and everything, uh, you know, you're also a big fan of ufology and mm-hmm. the whole UFO phenomenon and stuff. What's your, what's your take on the current state of ufology? Because that's really what we cover here on Skywatchers Radio. At least most of the.
5: What time. is the current state of ufology? Will you educate me? Can I, uh, can well, I get a thirty-second summary?
2: <laughs> let's see. We have Steve Bassett still trying to get disclosure going. Okay. Good luck on that. Yep, yep, yep. You know I love Steve Bassett. He's a good friend. He's been here many times, but not probably going to happen. Sadly enough. Uh, probably
5: not. But you know what? The way the yeah. internet is nowadays, he doesn't doesn't. He really doesn't need it.
2: Well, he's, look. This is the thing. He's still trying to get that acknowledgement. You're never from gonna get the it. government, you're, never, you're not ever going exactly. to get it. He's never going
5: to get it. He's never going to get it. At you, least
2: not in his lifetime. N- not in our yeah. lifetime. Sadly, exactly uh, it's not going to happen. You know,
5: and that's my biggest. <laughs> that is my biggest pet peeve. It's not that things. It's things that will. Things that will never change. That just What a depressing thought. <laughs> I struggle with that daily. That things might not ever change.
2: What? Sadly th- enough, What on
5: planet Earth.
2: <laughs> but yeah, he's but, never going to get that. But you know, this is, that's part of the uh, the current state of ufology, of course. And, you know, we were talking about earlier in the show, if you were listening, uh, I was talking about Zachariah Sitchin and uh, Dr. Heiser and uh, how he debunked Zachariah Sitchin's work and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, there's a lot of hoaxing that goes on in ufology. Yes. You know, what, what's your thoughts of... of that part of the whole thing Because the more I do this radio stuff, uh, Crystal The more I get into uh, talking to folks And look, there's a lot of legit people And you follow Jossel That are they're coming forward with really legit information uh, But the more you dig deep into what's happening uh, It's really easy to see the the fakers, the hoaxers, the liars, the con artists Yes, yes uh, you know, it's really become apparent that it's being flooded with these folks. And you're looking, you know, you look at it from the outside in because you're an author of science fiction, but I know you love the subject. When I first met you, you were doing a show called Paranormal 101, mm-hmm. um, if you remember. Yeah. And uh, this is five years ago. Yeah. That's only crap, so I, Jack. That's a long time. <laughs> we've known each other for a half a decade. Okay?
5: What? That's and crazy.
2: <laughs> when you were doing that show, I mean, I remember listening to the show and I remember you listening to you talk about, you know, spirituality and ufology and all all these different subjects and stuff. And really, I mean, have you seen a lot of the same stuff that I've seen over the last five years?
5: Yes. Yes. I mean, look, with these types of topics, especially because there's so much disinformation and so many things that the government doesn't want you to know and all kinds of crap, you have to go in this with a healthy dose of discernment. You just have to. You know, you, you absolutely have to. I, look, I'm a huge believer. I think that anybody who doesn't believe in the UFOs, there's something wrong with you because space is huge. So if you think we're the only ones in it, that is like the height of human arrogance to me. That is just like whatever. So, you know, at the same time, does everybody yeah. who you know says they've seen a UFO have they actually seen a UFO? Probably not. Do I believe that some people have? Absolutely. Do I believe mm-hmm. the government has probably talked to U.F.O.s at some point? Probably. It would not surprise me how deep that goes, or if we've got secret deals, or if there are aliens in the White House. Look, I'm a science fiction author. It wouldn't surprise me if it's true. Don't think it is. Just gonna you what your I'm take the on
2: the What do <laughs> you think on the whole ancient alien phenomenon uh, that's really swept the world? I mean, this show is like it super. It, like, it's, it's so it's popular. this show.
5: It's look. It's a great show to get started with, but it's kind of like we- reading Wikipedia again. Great assault! You got Okay, the, you know, giant great assault. Look, if you're, you're watching <laughs> that show and you see something that you're like, "Oh my god, this is really cool." With these types of topics, you have a responsibility, and your responsibility is you have to do your own research. You absolutely do. And look, these things will change constantly. It's like talking to somebody who says who know, you know, he knows what the Great Pyramids were made from. Okay, that's great. This is what mm-hmm. you know based on our current level of technology and our current level of knowledge. It's like talking about science, the science of interstellar. We yes. come at these things from a very limited you know, knowledge pool. So I don't think anybody really knows. Ultimately at the end of the day, you have to take the things that feel right to you after you have done a healthy dose of research and discard the rest. And understand that in five years or you know, next month or next week, somebody might get on a radio show, you'll listen to them, you like what they say better, you like their research, and you'll change your mind. And that's fine. And that yeah. I mean that's what it's gonna happen because nobody knows. Until the aliens come down, land in my yard and have a conversation with me, we're not not going to know we're guessing
2: i still wanted to land in the white house lawn open I, up and-
5: that would be great
2: that would be just an epic way for them to like announce, "Hey, we're here." As long as what what comes out is not a bunch of giant Native American looking aliens, that's <laughs> I don't that would suck for this country. Like <laughs>
5: that. Oh god, <laughs> this country. Well, crazy. guys, it was a
2: good run. You know, we had a few hundred years, and they're back for the land. They're giants now. That's so they should good.
5: be. You know, what? I wouldn't even be mad at them because we celebrate Columbus Day. How rude is that? <laughs> you know, and he
2: didn't even discover this country. He didn't Did you know? know that this country was this close? From being called the United States of Vespucci.
5: Uh, yes, actually, I was reading something about that just a couple of days ago. Then I was just like, are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> like, this close, like an inch oh, closer. We will all be saying, I pledge of allegiance to Vespucci. <laughs>
5: Like oh, we're so stupid. We're so stupid. This is, you know, this is why aliens. This is why aliens talk to us via crops. That's source. why they
2: don't talk to us because they,
5: they, they put on crops. Well, hang on it's one a minute. Don't, don't forget. Says, the pr- then talk to us.
3: <laughs> don't forget. The president of Turkey just recently said that Muslims were in America two, two to three hundred years before Columbus. Is the latest thing that's out there now.
5: Wouldn't surprise me. Would I, you know, I figure everybody and their mother was probably here before freaking Columbus.
3: Although I haven't seen any ancient mosques anywhere.
5: <laughs> Doesn't mean that they're not here, you
2: know. Yes. Troy, the, the absence of evidence is not the it. exactly. The absence of evidence does not mean this does not exist somewhere deep in Indiana. There's a musk.
5: Right. Yeah. Somewhere you need, in Indiana, you know, cuz there's some cool shit underneath Antarctica. I am positive underneath all that ice there is some cool shit.
2: I'm uh, telling you, yeah, you might just actually have a,
3: Yeah, you might actually have Atlantis there.
2: Probably. That could be cool. That's a that's, see that's an interesting question because that's a there's a whole mythology on Atlantis. Uh, it
5: is and Lemuria and all that kind of stuff. It's so much fun.
2: Yeah, you know, I've always said, well, I haven't always, but for a long time I've had this theory that Atlantis was in the United States. Like, this country was Atlantis at one point. Uh, Stuff happened, uh, you know, really bad stuff happened, you know, many, many hundreds of years ago. And, uh, well, uh, people got off of here and left, uh, and then Europe became as popular as it did, and then all the troublemakers were dumped off in Australia, and then the rest is all history that we know now. And there's a lot of our history which we don't know anything about. I mean, pre-2000 years ago, uh, I mean we really have very little knowledge of a lot of the history. We have a lot you know, some of it we know, some of it we don't know. And we only can go back a few thousand years, you know, ten thousand, right. twenty thousand, thirty thousand years ago we have like, no idea. Maybe.
5: We're like the Alabama of the galaxy. No offense, Alabama, <laughs> yeah. but we really are. I feel like shout out to like shout out to Alabama. I, I love. I got friends in Alabama. I do. Shout out to. But really, we're like the Alabama of the galaxy because we so, don't know.
3: So, and then we wonder how going to do. Are we gonna say? Are we gonna say the aliens? Y'all ain't from
2: around here, are you? <laughs> Somebody. No, you know it'd be funny oh if the aliens gosh. tell you, uh, "Take us to leader
3: No, 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 no. It's like, hi there, alien. You got some mighty pretty lips. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, in the Snarky series, Atlantis was a planet that exploded.
2: Yeah, really? uh, <laughs> sounds like Zachariah Sitchin right there. Uh,
5: no, I, you know what I, I did? I actually took a Mark lot Duke. of his stuff and I threw in Sonarchy. I did. I'm not gonna lie. Now,
3: I, I think Atlantis might have been seriously, are, um, might have been somewhere in the region of uh, Antarctica because if you think about it. There have been maps from the 1200s up to the 1400s that showed a no snow and no mm-hmm. ice in that yes. Antarctic region absolutely so
5: and you can't go there you if you want to go to Antarctica you've actually Ain't got happening. to call your government and ask permission.
3: Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I wonder why
5: yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah
2: so I wonder why well there's all you know the, another theory would be could it be the hollow Earth? entrance
5: could be could i you and know i if you could that like be atlantis probably has mm. uh probably has a couple of entrances entrances i'm thinking maybe i don't know i had a really good Are conversation you? with oh, th- 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 dennis dennis, dennis yes. crinshaw yes. yeah, dennis. yeah dennis. i haven't talked to dennis and rick i had them on One of my radio shows.
2: (laughs) A long (laughs) time ago, in a galaxy far, far away.
5: Exactly. We had a great conversation about the Hollow Earth. I love how how much we don't know. It's exciting. It's fun. I wish scientists, I do, I wish they had more of an imagination, and I wish people who normally don't talk to each other would stop being so egotistical and just have conversations and start thinking about why things could be possible, because Mm -hmm. I just feel like we'd be so much more advanced. We would know so much more, and it just... These egos are just—they're killing me. Oh, here's an idea: when somebody
2: asks you to prove that somebody's lying, you know, don't get, let your ego get old butt hurt, and actually go and prove it. Prove it! Oh, no, sure, no, sure. no, 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 no. <laughs> just saying. Steve. We want Steve, Steve to come back. Come on, Steve! <laughs> Prove it. He's a great dancer. that so, Steve. okay. So I know we're over. running out
5: of time, but what was not? And I actually <laughs> saw that article that you put up about how Zacharias Thissen's a big fat dirty liar. But I haven't had to read it. So what's the deal? Why is he a big fat dirty liar?
2: Well, see, you have to really. We uh, don't have enough time it? for me to cover that. But he, put it this way: he he was a big fat dirty liar. Okay. But he's not the only one. Okay. Eric von Daniken. A lot of these folks are, are just you know complete. Liars and made you know made all this stuff up. see what Sitchin did, which was brilliant, and anybody who uh understands logic would would follow along what I'm saying here and would understand exactly the method of his madness. See what he did was he concocted his story, so to make people believe his story, he interjected real, historical, and biblical facts okay. into his lie so he can mix it into one big storyline. And he kept doing stuff like that in mythology. Stuff. So when people are reading the books or listening to him talk, they can identify with certain things that he's mm-hmm. talking about that are real. Like a very and they can be like... And they're going to be like, well, that must be real because this other thing I, I know is real. So this other stuff that I have no clue on, that has to be real because you wouldn't lie about that. you would be telling me the truth about this other thing that I know. And that's how you fool people. And, th- and he was so good at doing that. I was fooled. I've I read three of his books and I thought they were fabulous books. Yeah. I was going around I saying,
5: aliens are coming. Too. I did. 2012. I
2: really did. They're coming, Anunnaki. Oh, my God, we're going to die. Are they going to take us, or something's going to happen? I thought <laughs> gold was going to be important. I started, like, you know, just buying all the gold I could. I got buckets of gold, Crystal. It's you just, went it's really far. You took it a lot farther cra- than I did. It's, <laughs> it's crazy.
5: But I did. I used a lot of, I used a lot of his research in Sanaki. I'm not sad about this because it made for a great story. But I'm that's Oh,
2: it does. It, 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 his books make for great reads. If you look at them as science fiction, which is really what they are, because none of that is based on any reality. And, and you know, it's sad that a lot of folks quote him quote Van and, and here's the thing, and this is something that Michael Heiser or Doctor Heiser said, uh, which is you know really on the money. Uh, he asked Zachariah Sitchin to debate him. I mean, this was, was that openly done. He on, said no. He, he so, did this on Art Bell's on Art Bell's show. Hold on, he did this on Art Bell's show first of all. Okay, he he openly challenged Zachariah Sitchin for a debate. It never happened. But here's the thing: one thing that Heiser said that stands true. Zacharias Sitchin never provided any proof that he was a linguistic scholar, that he knew how to translate the Sumerian text, mm. that he knew what he was talking about. Gotcha. Not one proof. He never studied this stuff. So he's
5: like the guy who invented Scientology. Pretty much. Okay. That's cool. Elrond
2: Hubbard. <laughs> okay. They're That's both cool. dead now, so well, one day there will be a religion based on Zacharias Sitchin. I
5: want there to be a religion based on something I've written. That'd be awesome.
2: I, I would join that religion.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I believe you would, Jago. I would make you head priestess.
2: I would so. I would be a priestess. Yes. <laughs> can I be the princess of the ball? You're have to
5: tell me later though who the Anunnaki really were, because I'm interested.
2: Well, unfortunately, we're all out of time. And I We'll cover that know. in a future episode. But Crystal, look, uh, real quick. You know, we have a couple minutes left. Uh, tell the audience how they could catch up with you in the future. You know, your websites. Also, uh, you don't know, give them an update on, uh, on on the you know the movie, uh, the TV show when they can look out for that you know quick, and uh, also uh, the show.
5: Definitely, definitely. Love. Okay, Talkie so the website is themindofdcs.com. dot I have it's been a crazy doing a, mind. Re, thank you. I've been doing a really <laughs> good job keeping up with my blog. There's a, the Mind Blog, which is kind of my crazy thoughts and all my spiritual stuff. And there's now a book blog. I am writing Sonarchy Book 3 right now during National Novel Writing Month. And I am posting up snippets as I write them. These are raw from my brain to the paper. The kind of stuff that all the experts tell you you're not supposed to show anybody. I don't give a crap. I love
2: Good breaking evening. rules.
5: Good I have put them up there with no explanation as to what is going on. If you guess, I might tell you if you're right. But if you want sneak peeks from Book 3, there on the website, themindofdcs.com. The Star Wars uh, fan fiction is up there. Photo gallery. Stuff about me. Blah, 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 blah. That's all up there. Uh, The Plucky and Woo Woo Show every Sunday on the public streaming net, public service net. What's the name? Streaming. (laughs) Streaming. Streaming, Streaming, sorry.
2: You had to write. It changed. I know. I suck so
5: bad. I love the network. PSN dash radio. I love the network. (laughs) I love everybody on the network. Jack looks like the best human being ever because he puts up with me and always changing my show times. Um, So the Plucky and Woo Woo Show dot com. We are on every Sunday morning, uh, 1 Eastern. I have no idea what that is, Pacific Standard Time.
2: I uh, one I think Eastern, it's like yeah, 10. It's 10, yeah. 10. 10 a.m.
5: Yeah, 10, 10, 10 a.m. Yeah, Julie's California time, 1 a.m. Eastern. We say the F bomb a lot. We try really hard not to, but we do. It's Julie. It's me. Whatever. We're crazy. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I
2: had a, a meeting earlier this year. And oh, I, no. and it, I'm going to say this public because <laughs> I laughed so hard when this happened. Uh, we, we had a meeting where I was like, you know, guys, uh, you know, I love the shows. I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing on the network, but can we kind of cut the F bombs just a little bit? Like, you know, let's cut down just a little bit because, you know, every show uh, doesn't need to. Start off with uh, what are these m effer and then this and then that and then we cut it down just a little bit and everybody's like yeah sure thing Jack well, yeah we're gonna cut it down everybody's applauding and then I hear your show and, and Plucky's like so uh, they want us to cut down the f bombs then. Huh? well ain't F happening yeah. <laughs> Jackals effing crazy <laughs> effing thinks they were gonna effing cut that effing thing out. That's not effing happening. And sorry, Jackals. Just and there's like literally like fifteen f bombs in a row. And I'm like, I was sitting there. and I'm like, well, okay, the heck with this thing. I, they're never gonna get sponsors.
5: I know. So if you don't mind that we do that, we would love to have you. If you're an independent artist, or you've got uh, you know a thing, whatever you're an in, you're an indie creative. If you have a thing, you need an outlet. Me. Contact us. Pluckyandwoowoo.com, dot The uh, The TV show. Keep an eye on the blog. Uh, keep an eye on sonarkeytv.com. We will start with casting calls soon. So if you are an actor and you think you are the bomb and you would like to audition for Sinarki we would love to have you. So please just keep an eye on that. When the casting calls go out, you guys will be made aware. Please remember this is an independent project. So don't come on this, you know, thinking you're going to get five hundred dollars a day and all that kind of stuff. No, it's deep, no. people. It yeah, you, you, you do this because you you know you feel strongly about the script, about the project, and you want to be a part of it. And then i everybody. Gonna get paid, but everybody probably won't get paid when they get on set. I'm just gonna let this bitch be real,
2: that's yeah. Let's be real, Keeping keep it real. Check. Um, that's it, that's it.
5: That's all there I got. You go. Thank you Crystal? very much for being let me be on tonight, guys. I had a really good time.
2: Love you, love having you on. You're the best, yeah. It was great talking to you to say the least.
5: Thank you, guys. Uh, listening, uh,
2: guys, listening in, wish Crystal here a happy birthday when you go to sleep tonight. Say a nice little prayer that she has a great birthday tomorrow and many more to come. Crystal, <laughs> you're awesome for spending your birthday with us. Happy, Bye. happy. Thanks. Happy, happy birthday. We'll be back next week with another great show, guys. Keep listening to the Dark Matter Radio Network and, of course, PSN Radio for all the great programming before and after us every week right here. We'll be back next week. Good night, everybody. Stay Good classy night. and keep looking up to the skies. Steve, stop dancing. Stop dancing, Steve. Oh, Lord. He's got two left <laughs> feet, this guy. Two left
3: feet. <laughs> Always
2: dancing around my questions. Space Boy. <laughs>